That is the most on-time starting thing we've ever done. So congratulations that. to us. I am your host, Jeff Harvey, and this is Star Trek Europa. Uh, you can learn more about the show by checking out the link in the link tr- uh, the link tree in the uh, in the description over there. Um, this is I am I don't know where I was going with that. Let's go ahead and do introductions. I had more I was going to do. I didn't. I can't remember what it was. So let's go ahead and do introductions. Let's start with Brian. Name's Crow Brain. Uh, I know. My Brian, I'm playing uh, Yezabeth Page, uh, in addition to a couple other characters. Uh, you can find me, uh, well, keep littering like a fucking asshole and I'll come find you. <laughs> I love it. Uh, this is the explicit episode. It's a man uniform. Uh, Ev, go ahead. I am Evelyn. I'm playing Dr. DeSavio Nayat, as well as uh, Fiona Mills, uh, Security officer and something O'Connor, Rebecca O'Connor. <laughs> Your Jesus. character. I am not right. I forgot my own name earlier today, so Love you know it. that's where we are. It has been one of those um, days. It has. Anyhow, you can find me on uh, TikTok at Caffeinatrix. Every other Sunday, you can also find me on Twitch at Saint Pete by Night in the vampire game that I play. Nice. And Jack. <clears throat> yes. Hello. I am Jack. Uh, I play Captain Ronnie Ambrose here on the USS Europa. But when I'm not doing this, I'm doing things on my own channel. You can find me over at twitch.tv slash the people's ascension. And if you search for that on YouTube, you can find all my old content over there as well. Uh, currently, I do actually have some announcements. Things are finally getting back together after a fairly rough month. Uh, but two important announcements. Uh, casting is going well for the upcoming season three now of RPGs Uncovered. Uh, That is a series dedicated to showing just how quick and easy it is to learn a new TTRPG. We will be focusing on a game called Lost Eons, which is basically a a sci-fi fantasy version of the Fallout series with bunkers and mutants. And it's uh, that mixed with a little bit of Blades in the Dark. So it looks like it's going to be a great game. We're looking to start the week of the 15th. Uh, So in about two weeks from now, I will have more details soon once I get all the scheduling all hammered out. Uh, And I also will uh, prospectively, uh, again, scheduling, uh, but we're looking to have, I'm looking to be in a game of the one ring second edition with some amazing people, uh, over with a deserted GM. And that will be on the 18th. Uh, so if you're interested in any of those, both of those things are all about learning new games and showcasing new games. Uh, so if you're interested in that, come hang out with me over on, uh, my channel and I'll drop my link if you're interested in that. Uh, but for now, we're out in space or a white void or something. Take it away, Jeff. Several. You're in several places at once at the yeah. moment. Um, if you want to learn more about this show and shows like it, you can catch all the back episodes at uh, Studio Tembo on YouTube. Uh, you can also find me on Twitch, Twitter, uh, TikTok, and all the other places. Um, again, check out the link tree in the in the description. Um, so when last we left off, who wants to do the recap? I think... Uh, I think Evelyn took notes. It could be wrong. Did I lose track, Evelyn? What's going on? I forgot to unmute. There you go. Let's start over from that. Okay. All right. Take two. Take two.
Uh, all right. So we started out on Berry Bush with O'Connor, Koba, and Beren getting some samples of their <clears throat> their grains and talking about their farming cycles and all that jazz. And one of the soldiers came stomping up, was all super angsty pants, and was in our guard's face, trying desperately to go to probably Koba into a fight, because really, Moran and O'Connor weren't looking to fight anybody. Um, and did not succeed. We got out of there. Um... There was a discussion about whether or not we should establish an outpost. It was determined we're not at that point yet. <clears throat> oh we my god, you lost your head. Oh, you're fine. <laughs> Green screen. We found yeah, I just want it right off, right off. Uh we found some more anomalies. You know, the maelstrom very volatile. Lots of neutrinos and chronotons. Because um, you got to have neutrinos and not chronotons. Why not? You know? Right. You know. Uh, they indicated there was a presence of a wormhole at some point. We were getting lots of geranium, uh, large asteroids, but no planetoids. Um, the maelstrom seems to have been. I'm getting my informations mixed up. I think we determined or highly suspect the maelstrom was artificially created in some fashion, um, not consistent with the nebula seen in the air in this area of space. Um, we found evidence of Federation and Alpha Quadrant ships. We also found the Bellerophon. Or what's left of it. What's left of it, right. Um, Savi talked to Foxwell and the SSH about uh, working on a compromise to get access to the SSH's new codes. Um, okay, that's where it was. Federation, Jem'Hadar, and Cardassian ships. Mm -hmm. An old Cardassian ship, and like 60, 70 old, years back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like 50 years prior to the occupation of Bajor. Um, my notes kind of go all over the place here. Uh, and all three of those ships looked like they came from not only different points in time, but different points in space, because Cardassia is way over there, and the Bellerophon was just, like, just down the street. Right. Um, so we took a shuttle out with Tong, Yezbeth, and Connor, just three of us. Oh, and G. Not, uh, I don't believe Tong was with, with you. Oh. It was, it was Jisa, Kendall, and O'Connor. You're right. Oh, that's where I got confused. Tong and Yezbeth were having a conversation about, um, Tong being uncomfortable because of the Hage thing. Right. Yeah, they, they were working, uh, they were consent, they were, what what what's the word is not consecutively at the same time uh as the shuttle was going out that you concurrently they were concurrently uh doing a whole general scan of the nebula from you know a sort of outside yeah. view right um 
that that was a fun conversation. Tong, very, very uncomfortable with the new Yezbeth Hage. Uh, We got the black box of the Bellerophon, and uh, Jisa made a point to also find the bridge faceplate of the Bellerophon, and in doing so, fired a phaser to get it uh, unstuck from a uh, you know, one of the subspace eddies or gravitational eddies, whatever it may have been, which uh, apparently ripped a hole in the space-time mm-hmm. or something. Uh, you know, one of the... Um, the other piece that I was trying to make heads or tails of was we had confirmed that this maelstrom was unnaturally created around mm-hmm. the time that Hollerune was abandoned. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's probably some sort of massive, extremely powerful terraforming device device much larger than any planet in the area or what is left of one because we found a lot of um i believe we found a lot of similar degrading energy sources and metallic elements similar to halloran yep correct all right and then uh the shuttlecraft fired its phasers yeah you achieve you did retrieve the bellerophon's uh uh, dedication plaque and then were transported a, a an anomaly appeared as you were doing that and you were pulled into it uh where you were left in a white void correct sound right to everybody yep sir. all right so from there um the white void appears the ship is shaking um there is nothing visible outside sensors are showing absolutely nothing uh after a few seconds uh you pop out of the anomaly on the other end. It looks like, uh, again, it looks similar to a, uh, a wormhole opening. And as you are spit out, the ship has very little attitude control. Uh, again, sensors are are down. Um, you find yourself hurtling towards a large planet uh, that has very little, little to no vegetation on it. Uh, you are hurtling out of control. Go ahead and have Jisa give me a piloting roll. Difficulty is going to be three. Um, I'm going to use the last two threat from the last session because we're going to reset this during the break um, to increase your threat range by two. Go ahead and make that roll. Okay. So difficulty two. 18, 19, 20. Difficult uh, complication range three then. Yes. And difficulty just two. So difficulty two. Okay. Uh, Okay. We are jumping right into it and not in the fashion that I expected which is fun. Uh, okay. Coming out of uh, a, a problematic descent sounds like something that I could use my, uh, you know, fighter pack, fighter craft piloting focus in, right? Sure. Coming out of nosedives, coming out of uh, taking fire. All right. Uh yeah, we just got spat out of a wormhole, so that sounds like daring con to me. Sure. <laughs> so Connor, Jisa, and Yesbeth in this, right? Is, is it Connor? It's Jisa or Connor and Kendall. Kendall, mm. thank you. Yeah. I swear I wrote it down somewhere. Apparently, I did not. Yesbeth and Tong were daughter. doing something aboard the uh, <laughs> the Europa. Right. I just really want Yesbeth to be in this. <laughs> <laughs> you get Kendall. <laughs> The giant token. Uh, gotta bring okay. the new kid to this weird space void. Uh, we have one point of momentum. 
You have one point of momentum. This will be reset. I'm resetting everything at the end of the session anyway, so you would lose it, so we'll use it now. Okay, I'm taking it. And go. Two successes. Two hits. All right. Um, just in time, you managed to pull up. There was nothing that was complication there. Okay, good. You managed to, uh, just as you're hitting the atmosphere, you managed to pull the the Type 9 shuttlecraft into a... a, a, a a decent enough descent that you're not going to crash into the planet and uh, end that whole storyline. Um, you managed to bring the shuttle in on a decent enough landing. It crashes into uh, a nearby, just base of the mountain, base of a mountain range, uh, nearest to what you could determine would be a, a decent enough spot to land the thing where there might be shelter and whatnot, um, making the, uh, the, the assumptions that you are going to be stuck here for a while. You did a lot of quick calculations and managed to, to crash it. Without you know, without destroying it entirely, um, you've managed to get it down. Um, everyone is kind of shaken up pretty bad, uh, and um, the, uh, the the sun is beginning to set uh, on the horizon. Uh, you guys have a couple seconds if you want to do any role playing uh, from the crash. These these things uh, they handle like an old ice cutter, but they crash a lot better than peregrines. Everyone okay? Uh, Kendall will pop her head up over the uh, console. The, the, the turbulent crash knocked her out of her chair. And she goes, I, I think so. Mac, my head in the console on the way down. Ow. Let me get the med kit. My mom showed me a few tricks. All right, take a look at her. I'm going to figure out where we are. All right. Give me one more quick roll for uh, determining where your location might be. This will be probably something in science. Okay. Difficulty will be zero. This is going to give you some momentum for the next session. For the next cool. session. Good, because Jusa doing science isn't isn't the best thing she could be doing. But, you know. Right. The ship's already crashed, so the major extension of her being is, is kind of taken out of the picture. Uh, okay. Um, Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a science role. Yeah, reason and science, or I would even I'll go for like reason and con, because you're checking okay. you're checking the ship's system to yeah. see if it's referencing anything. Con con would be a lot better. All right, we'll go reason and con. Okay, uh, definitely no focus here. That's a whole lot of nothing and a complication. Oh. <laughs> All right. So, um, as you're med- as you're working with the system, uh, you you you're typing like the calculations and everything else, trying to figure out where it is, uh, and then there's something that shorts out. You hear a whirring buzz, and um, you realize that you have shorted out the navigational beacon of the shuttlecraft. Let's go ahead and do our intro roll. Thank you.
That's one of the reasons I decided to go with Luna. I really like, I think it's a neat little ship. It's got all of the features that you would need it to have. It's advanced technology. Like I, I like it. Mm -hmm. So, all right. So you have crashed on the planet. Let's go back to the Europa. We'll come back to that in a little bit. Um, Aboard Europa. uh, Can can we say uh, in, in normal Star Trek fashion that when Jisa overloaded, you know, whatever console this was, it also blasted back and like damaged one of her antenna. Sure. Yeah. I, I'm going to, I'm going to willingly take that complication on top of whatever you want to want to do because Andorians with antenna problems are always great. Yeah, sure. I'm <laughs> for it. Um, back aboard the Europa. I don't know if Jack, I don't, I doubt we didn't talk about it. I don't know if you had a, a quick captain's log you wanted to do. I forgot to write one and I didn't, uh, we didn't discuss it beforehand. So if you don't want to do one, that's fine. We can move on. I can make one up. Let's, let's throw one out there real quick. Some kind of supplemental because we don't know what the actual start date is at the moment. Right. Yeah. It's kind of a continuation. Okay. Captain's log supplemental. We're currently circumnavigating the Maelstrom Nebula at the center of the Valley of Plenty planetary cluster. We've gotten a lot of readings, uh, a lot of similarities to the old. Halloran Station and clear evidence that this is not a natural phenomenon. Uh, The science teams are having a field day, which is good for them. I am mostly concerned, however, with the presence of the three destroyed ships that were reported coming through the wormhole. We We sent an away team out into the nebula. Unfortunately, Due to all the exotic particles floating about, communications have been spotty. They're due to report back soon, and I'm interested to see what their findings are. Excellent. Um, so, aboard Europa, uh, you have been, science teams and whatnot have been going through and, and finding all kinds of data and everything else and scanning and doing all the things. Um, the uh, uh, the SSH has been also working on doing a level one diagnostic of the shuttlecraft that was tampered with, quote unquote, by the mm-hmm. uh, the the Bonanue, the um, the other other race people, which I don't think we've used the term Bonanue on the show yet. So um, anyways, the um, the 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 Dejarin uh, Hiren, the Dejarin Hiren, uh, who inter- who tampered with the ship. So let's go ahead and pick that up. Uh, you have completed your level one diagnostic and everything appears to be pretty much perfect. Um, they definitely, you, you, you figure out how they managed to bypass the security. You see the, you know, flaws in the security and, and could address them to some extent. Um, so that's a thing you could report on if you wanted to. Um, I imagine that, uh, Tong is probably, well, you can't really talk to Tong. So Yezabeth, bring her down here. Um, who is the chief of our, the, the acting head of operations at the moment um, has been uh, finishing up the, the report with you going over everything and implementing some suggested changes uh, that were approved by upper staff. So if you guys want to have any kind of conversation, I think that's a good place to, you guys have never interacted before. I don't think. I think we have. have you? Yeah, the SSH. Yeah. yeah. I think I him. made some sort of snarky comment, but <laughs> Well, she talked to him about uh, his body. Like oh, we right. had that, we had that big 
a fairly lengthy discussion about the robot body, and she compared it to being a trill uh, in Game yeah. Um, so, uh, how's everything settling in? Settling in. Well, Are you yeah. referring to my reintegration or this particular task? Well, a little column A and a little column B, I guess. Right. Well, the ship is a little too small for me now, but I'm managing. As for this problem, uh, it's not much of a problem anymore. I've found what they did quite skillful, really. Not beyond my capabilities, but impressive. Right. Yeah. Let me take a look. Well, you can see here they bypassed uh, this line of code, managed to get in through a back door that really should have been protected. I see exactly what happened. You're right. Well, well, I'll make sure that all the I'll make I'll make sure that they I'll make sure that there's back door is closed. Uh, we can do remote updates on all the on all the lock mechanisms. Very good. We should also create some sort of adaptive reprogramming algorithm to change up said pathways in the future. Good idea. I don't suppose you have a level four cryptography, cryptography, cryptography system, do you? Somewhere in stores? I am the quartermaster, after all. Uh, I assume this is taking place in the shuttle bay, and they always have industrial replicators there, so he will just walk over, press a few buttons, and replicate the, uh, the, the needed component. Okay. Perfect. See, this is why I'm glad we have you. I wouldn't have known the right component. Well, we do have an extensive catalog of, well, pretty much any technology that we can create on board. Well, we still I can understand how you organics can't memorize such catalog, though. Right. Yeah, I imagine... I imagine part of your programming is that you have all that integrated right into your brain. Yes. If you would call the haphazard collection of poorly managed and allocated bioneural gel packs on the ship of brain. Uh, well, I think that's pretty cool. Okay. That's a good place to stop. Um, going back to the bridge, uh, where uh, it would be DeSavi, the captain, and I'm guessing at least Silva, since she's the pilot. Sure. Um, You've noted for some time that the uh, you've noted that the the shuttlecraft is well well overdue for its uh, follow up. It's it's uh, reporting in. Um, I suppose Mills could probably be there too, because why not have Evelyn play all the characters? Everybody. 
Uh, so yes, the definitively have not reported in, um, if anything you want to do about that, that group of people. Uh, so one report, uh, uh, the commanders, I've scanned all signals, emergency, non-emergency. There's no sign of any, uh, there's no sign of, there's no sign of any signals from the nebula, from our ship, from our shuttle. I'm understanding our sensors and communications are having difficulties in bypassing the nebula, but they are well overdue. If they had the same problems we're having, they should have re- they should have moved out of the nebula if they could. That leads me to believe something went wrong. Suggestions. Can we take the ship into the nebula and search for them? So we'll uh, give kind of a wobbly hand signal. Uh, I can do it. I can't promise the same thing would happen to us. Not to mention, sir, uh, Mills, we'll say from back in security, uh, the maelstrom will wreak havoc on our shields and our weapons should be run into any trouble in there. You'd be at a severe disadvantage. Better than a shuttlecraft, but true. Point taken. I'm hesitant to send yet another shuttlecraft to look for a missing shuttlecraft. Could we shield a class four probe? Maybe maybe send out uh, a few of them. Create a, a line of buoys. Boost the signal within the nebula. Daisy chain, Silva says. Right. Yeah, I think we, I think the, the the tech gurus can help, can get something like that up operating. Uh, very good, uh, Commander. Oversee engineering. Get uh, get Tong and Coaster on that. In the meantime, have we? uncovered any any clues as to what this might be from our own scans oh uh, can i do can i do kind of like a um, a, a, a vault check as he has about for the scan that she has undoubtedly already done by now and do q a so i can answer those questions sure okay Say difficulty one. Okay. Just due to sensor interference. Yeah, I'll go ahead and give you a threat. Um, it's three successes. So, um, All right. Uh, so two questions plus any other questions you might get. The ship can also make a roll. Okay. Uh, do you have? Did we detect any kind of anomalous readings when the in around the time the shuttle disappeared? Um. 
Going back and looking over the log, I would say yes. And the ship gets another one. Um, you would see an increase in neutrino and chroniton particles in the relative region of the shuttle. Okay. And that relative location of the shuttle, do we have a fairly good idea of what that region was? Yes. Okay. Uh, so Silva will report that. Uh, well, uh, we've gone over the sensor logs. We think we know the time and the place where the shuttle disappeared. We might be, we could avoid that specific spot while we go in and search for them. Ambrose will stand up and walk over. This is Yesbeth? Uh, so Silva would have said Silva. it. Yesbeth made the role earlier and is reporting, the, and the information is being gone through now. So. I see. Uh, yeah, he'll, he'll walk over to uh, stand behind Silva and take a look at the console. This particle burst, having spent so much time at DS9, does that look familiar to a wormhole opening? Uh, yes. I'd say we found our wormhole. You have three more questions plus any other questions that you might have gotten. But, or no, sorry, two more questions plus any that you would have gotten. Is there a way to tell from where we are where it might open up at or when? As far as the destination? Hmm. No. No, you don't even need to. I won't even use a question for that. There's no way to know that from where you're at. I Uh, we as players already know, but I think it's important for characters to ask the question, do we find debris? Shuttlecraft debris. There is no debris. Well, there is debris, not to the shuttlecraft. Right. Well, good news and bad news. There's no sign of any debris. Well, then... Likely they've interacted with the wormhole. Best case scenario, they came out on the other side of it intact. That, but that's best case scenario. Wormholes are unstable. And even with that, we don't know where, where or when they would have popped out or how frequently this wormhole uh, will open and rotate through its obvious selection of destinations. Or if, or if you can even go back the other way. I've heard of one way we're in holes. They might be Could on the be. other side of the galaxy with no, time, with no way to get back. Unfortunately, we don't have enough data on wormholes there. Too rare. The longer this conversation is progressing, Jack, you're feeling a sense of worry that Zavi is very clearly trying to tamp down. He'll, he'll glance over. We're going to do everything we can to find them. Of course. I don't leave people behind. Can we figure out what might have caused this? Wormholes, especially unstable ones, don't tend to... don't usually open on their own unless they're on some sort of rotation. So what we'll say, I can have the geeks look into it. Might be able to find... Uh, Whatever caused, whatever triggered the wormhole to come into operation. 
Very good. If we could recreate it, we could at least force the wormhole open. I don't know what we do at that point, but it may be possible to get communications through or send a probe. Depends on how, how stable the wormhole is. I think Silver will look darkly for a second and she'll say, Captain, at the risk of the risk of sounding dark, dour, there is something to be said for the situation of putting more of putting good money after that. At that, there's a quick flash of anger. Just super quick. Uh, sorry, could you you repeat what she said? I'm not sure I caught uh, that end bit. There, there is there is something to be said for the, po- the possibility of sending good money after bad. If if we send the if we bring the Europa to this wormhole, uh, we'd be putting a lot more people at risk than uh, than just those on the shuttle. I'd agree. I don't think we should bring the Europa anywhere near the wormhole, but if we can, if we can set up, as you said, that daisy chain of comm buoys and perhaps send one or more through the wormhole might be possible to communicate. So I'm not sure of the technology required, but they managed something with the Bajoran wormhole two-way communication through the wormhole, at least while it was active, we might be able to set up something similar to that. She nods, and I'll make sure the tech team has those connects. If necessary, we can have those deployed via shuttlecraft, but I'd I'd like a minimal crew in that, and I'd like them to maintain maximum safe distance from the wormhole until until we're sure exactly how it interacts with local phenomenon. She nods. Would it be safe to say Dasavi is like stare, uh, uh, glaring at uh, Silva? No? Okay. Mm-hmm. No, she's maintaining her professional demeanor. Um, she's staring Jack, at her psychically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Uh, Ambrose is getting these flashes of emotion that she's trying, she's trying to keep control of. Um, she's trying to stay, kind of maintain her rational detachment. Um, but as an empath, he's picking up the emotions that are flashing through, too. Silver so will spare a small glance uh, towards uh, this alley before she looks back to the captain and says, well, if that's all, I'll, I'll go ahead and get that. Get, I'll make sure everybody's uh, on the same page. Very good, Lieutenant. Commander, my ready room. Yes, sir. We're going to do everything we can to get that team back. Not just because you have somebody personal on there, but because I don't like leaving people behind. I'm going to do everything I can, and I'm going to insist that everybody on the crew do everything they can, and that includes you. So I need to ask. Is this going to be a problem? No. Because I need my XO to oversee multiple departments so we can fix this. 
I will be able to do my job. Okay. That's good enough for me. Head down to engineering and uh, work with Costro to coordinate the science team, the engineering teams. We're going to need to fabricate a lot of, I imagine we need to fabricate a lot of new components, uh, get the SSH on that. I'm going to have to modify a lot of combuies. I'm going to have to send a lot of, a lot of hardware out into a very unstable region. I need, every, I need everybody working at top efficiency. There. Dismissed. That she will head out and down to engineering. And I think Ambrose is just going to turn around and look out the viewport to the nebula. Okay. We cut back to the shuttlecraft. Um, you guys are, you've, you haven't opened the door yet, but you've managed to, uh, you're starting to patch everybody up. Um, Kendall, you have been, you tended to, uh, uh, O'Connor real quick. And, and now you've noted that Jisa has a, a fairly bur- badly burned, uh, one of her antenna. Um, no, Kendall will, uh, take out a roll of gauze and be wrapping it around the antenna. Jisa G- is insistent that she is fine. Just quit that. I'm, I'm fine. She's Kendall. Just a spark. Uh, Kendall gives gives her a uh, a scoff, and she says, "I look. I know enough about. I I know I know enough about Andorian. Uh, I know I know enough about Andorian anatomy that uh, a, that you're gonna that you. I know enough about Andorian anatomy that this is going to make you uh, awkward if nothing else. Let yeah." We have more problems to deal with this right now. And she's going to stand up and you always crash land on a, on a planet with a breathable atmosphere or else you can't do anything. So she's going to head over to the, you know, to the, to the door. Uh, She's, she's going to stand up and make her way to the door and just clearly like stumble into things. (laughs) Uh, Let's, let's have some indoor Andorian uh, safer TV, fake curse words. (laughs) Right. I think I think Kendall will literally stifle a, a giggle um, before going back up to up to her and say, "May I?" Fine, do what you can. These things take a while to heal. So she'll she'll just wrap it in gauze so that way it. I'm sure it won't be back up to full, uh, full, it won't be back up to full health, but at least it'll heal. Right. Yeah. That's the hope anyway. Right. Go ahead and give me a medicine check. Sure. I actually put points in the medicine for exactly this time. What's that difficulty? Zero. It's a minor injury. Plus you guys are gonna need some momentum. Yeah, I completely flubbed the last one you gave us. <laughs> yeah. And when you say I don't give you a zero task, ta- zero test tasks, you got into, <laughs> you don't get any from this. You don't get any more. <laughs> Can I do presence since I think I'm, I'm providing as much uh, bedside manner as I am actual. Yeah, I'll say it's fine. You're mostly trying to, rather than just healing the wound, which is, you know, you're just putting a basic bandage on it. You're just mostly trying to, to get her back into a reasonable state of, you know, we need you get, get working kind of thing. Right. Uh, and I've got first aid as a focus. So I see that applies. 
man. Love it. <laughs> Love it. Uh, zero in a complication. All right. Um, Guys, this is literally the opposite of what we're trying to go for. <laughs> um, oh, man. That's a good Kendall is Kendall is, if nothing else, uh, seeming uh, young and inexperienced. The right. antenna just falls off. <laughs> it just snaps. <laughs> you snap the other one off. <laughs> no. She, uh, she, is, she is not her mother's daughter when it comes to healing. Um, I don't know. What's a good complication for that? Um, I guess it's not really, uh, it's, it's less of a complication, more of a suggestion that uh, uh, your bedside manner has actually, actually managed to agitate Jesus uh, a little bit more. Um, you can play that how you want, but oh, yeah. I think that's oh, a yeah. good, and that's a good complication to add on there that you've actually gone the other direction. And rather than trying to soothe Jisa, you have made the Andorian mad. Like, get, get off me. It's gauze. What, what is gauze going to do? It, I'm fine. I've dealt with this before. Just get out of here. She stands up, hobbles her, like, like palms her way to the door opens up and stumbles out of the the shuttle o'connor who was trying to children get some scans on the planet and the atmosphere and all that at the angry andorian just kind of shrinks and tries to look as small as she can in a corner the door opens up and jesus stumbles out um, the air is obviously breathable. The planet is the planet's actually a vacuum, and we all die because yeah, I made assumptions. End of story. Uh, the um, <laughs> I thought about making that. Uh, joke you said you weren't sure what to do with it. Yeah. Well, no. I. I mean, I don't. I, I do, but I don't. Uh, so the planet is much warmer than you would have anticipated, considering uh, everything. It, it's you know your your basic tricorder scans. The ship is is not real helpful uh, because of the damage. I mean, it's not unrepairable but it's damaged enough that for at least a little while it's not going to be of any use to you but your tricorders give you a basic scan um that there is an excessive amount of uh carbon dioxide in the atmosphere that causes uh extreme heat um there is not much vegetation on the planet um there are a lot of unusual signals coming that you're having a hard time focusing the tricorder on just because of the sheer amount of interference and the fact that the ship isn't relaying any, 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 any data back. So it's, it's the tricorder is on its own doing any kind of scanning, which it's not bad at, but sure. um, it doesn't have a, a large computer database to draw from um, other than its own. So uh, you're definitely detecting a lot of um, energy signatures in the atmosphere and, and in the soil and stuff, but it's going to take you some time to be able to sort anything like that out. Um, there are no, uh, you're detecting no obvious life signs at the moment, uh, other than the three of you. You do detect fresh water to the north of where you are in the base of the mountains. You guys are kind of in right at the foothills of a mountainous range. Um, and as far as you can see in any direction other than the mountains behind you, um, as far as you can see in any direction is just sort of a, um, dried plains. Um, very little in the way of vegetation. Uh, a lot of scrub, as it were. Gotcha. So, like, desert steps, kind of? Yeah, it's desert. It's it's a really more like um, uh, like the mesas uh, or like the salt lake areas, but it's, it's not sandy. It's just dried ground 
with some very light vegetation. Okay. Scrub land. Gotcha. Yeah, scrub land. So, what you guys want to do? Uh, I think we're following um, Jissa since, uh, or at least uh, Kendall is. It, it, it's it's obvious that Kendall, even though she may be nominally in charge, is not actually in charge yet. <laughs> right. Uh, how far away was that water source? Probably about an hour's walk. Okay. Um, and the ship is toast. We're not repairing it. Uh, you probably could. Uh, Tong or Coaster probably could for sure. Uh, you might want to do it, but it's going to be really hard to do. Like for for a group of non-engineers, it's mm. it would be tough. But yes, it could probably be repaired if necessary. Okay. Uh, you said our our navigational systems were yes. were cut off. Does I'm assuming that includes our distress beacon. Yes, you're okay. all anything that deals with like location. Just assume that's no, that's dead. Like you have no no way to scan where your location is, no way to to to, to send information as to where your location is, nothing like that. You're, okay. Location based mechanical things are all dead now. Uh, is that repairable, or or are the components simply burned out? They're simply burned out. You would have to okay. replicate new ones, which you're not going to have the power to do anytime soon. Okay. Uh, yeah, she'll stumble back to the door of the shuttlecraft. <sighs> the ship may be repairable. I'm, I'm trained in maintenance of my fighters. This thing can't be that much different. I may need your help, but we should secure a, a camp. There's water about an, an hour from here. We should make the journey and see what we find. Maybe we can set up in a cave something to get out of this blasted heat. Kendall will say, I've got some survival training. I can search out some shelter. All right. Grab your phasers, take what you can carry. Let's head out. You guys can you guys go through grab all the emergency supplies off the shuttle the couple of backpacks that there are and the phasers the type there'd probably be two type probably at least three type two phasers on there um so and then you begin marching your way up the mountain range um o'connor you gonna do anything just gonna follow um yeah she's coming she's grabbing um whatever receptacles she can for water and um, whatever portable equipment they can carry. Okay. I take it you let us know about the uh, conditions on the planet, the ones you scanned, the carbon dioxide and everything? Yes. Yeah. yeah your, um, your tricorder gets that info pretty quick. Okay. Uh, Kendall will posit carbon dioxide could mean an industrial civilization. This world might be inhabited. If there's people on this planet, they're not here. But well, if we could get a signal out, yeah, maybe someone might pick it up. At least not on this side. Who knows how big the planet is? And without the ship to relay, our tricorders only have so much reach. There's another problem, too. If it is inhabited, it might be a, first dire a prime directive violation for us to contact them. 
you might have to right. lay low or I don't know, bury the shuttle. If the choice is between dying and violating the prime directive, I'll take my court martial now. Kendall will think for a moment and she'll say, no, we, we can't allow Starfleet to break one of its, break literally the, the biggest rule. If it comes down to our survival or uh, preserving the prime directive, I'm afraid that- Kid, I know you're just out of the academy. You've heard all the speeches, all the high-minded ideals. People break the prime directive all the time when they need to. If, we're getting off, if we can get off this planet, we're getting off this planet. Well, I should go find that cave, I guess. All right. You we'll guys prioritize communications and at least see if we can pick anything up. Right. Um, you guys start walking up the up the mountain and uh let's go ahead and do each you can each do one thing. We'll have you guys uh, figure out what you want to do. So um Kendall, you were going to do the survival test, right? You want to go ahead and do a survival roll. Uh, difficulty yes. will be one. Uh, Gisa, what do you want to be doing? Uh, not fall off the mountain. Fair enough. So that is what you're focusing on. Yeah. <laughs> um, O'Connor, what do you want to do? Um, she is going to scan what little vegetation can be found um, and try and determine if any of it is edible. Come across any like cacti, anything like that. So let's go ahead and have let's go ahead and have Kendall make a hmm. Can I do security and insight? I think it's insight security. I'll go with that. If you have a focus in survival, we'll go with that. And then yeah. O'Connor, you can make a, a reason and science role with Xenobotany as your uh as your focus. Um and then we'll let you both ask questions regarding your things based on what you guys get. Also the difficulty for both will be zero again. Okay. Uh, so I got three. Ryan's got three. You can ask three related three questions related to the survival situation you are in. Sure. Uh, first are that, do I find any tracks from any humanoid creatures? Like, do I find any footpaths, footprints? Uh, no humanoid creatures, but you are picking up, you do see uh, evidence of, fauna okay so uh somewhat large fauna probably there's probably at least a, a mid-sized predator 40 50 maybe maybe 100 pound predators um and mm. prey in the two to in the one to 200 pound range okay do i find shelter you will be able to find a cave system near the water and i was uh, that answer, that kind of answers my next question do i find fresh water yes okay um although uh we'll get back to that in a second it right. is fresh water. It is drinkable water with the with the technology that you have on board. Sure. Yeah. Um, all right. So O'Connor, you've got. I think you have one more question there, Brian. But uh, O'Connor, you've got two questions. Okay. So you do find some basic edible food. Um, won't do an Andorian a lot of good. Um, uh, it's it's not. She won't starve, but it's in a. It's kind of a poor nutrition for for her. But the other two of you can eat it fairly readily um not a ton of it but you do find some berries and and scrub grass and things like that you guys can eat um anything you want to do with your two questions 
and this is environmental related. You can ask basically anything about the environment that isn't survival, directly survival related. Right. Um, Although some of that could factor into like, you know, cause it's still science. Is there anything that we could do to enhance the food to help the Andorian? Not with the technology you have at hand. Okay. I mean, you have food rations too, so it's not like you guys are going to go starved. True. But Andorians just have a much higher metabolism, right? It's a it is a much higher metabolism. Yes, um, I think there is some dietary restrictions as far as they don't eat certain things that humans eat, but mm. like it's not that different. You can eat this. It's kind of like humans eating corn, right? You can eat it, but it doesn't really do a lot for you. Mm. Um, is there any, I don't know if. May also just be a low calorie supplement of food. So Mm -hmm. is there any what? Is there any evidence this land was once farmed and has been damaged by industrialization? There is a great deal of evidence that there is a high concentration of pollutants in the atmosphere and in the soil. Probably not necessarily this area that you're particularly in farmed because you're kind of going into mountain country. Um, but yes, there is enough level of pollutants and and things in the atmosphere and in the soil that there is almost certainly some level of industrialization, some excessive level of industrialization in this planet at some point. Is there a way to tell? Um... <clears throat> Is there a way to tell how far gone or if it's current? Um, So based on basic carbon decay, you can tell it's pretty old. This planet was probably de-industrialized sometime over a millennia ago, maybe two millennia ago. Much more than four or five thousand years carbon dating doesn't work anyway, so it's kind of hard to say. Plus referencing, you know, what the carbon levels and everything else are. It's hard to to know for sure, but it's been at least a thousand, probably two thousand years. Do we see a half-buried Statue of Liberty anywhere? No. Okay. (laughs) No ape men. You're looking at probably somewhere between, yeah, between 1,000 and 1,500 years ago. It's about when it probably stopped. Okay. Um. I think that's all your questions, right? Yeah, that's my two. All right. You got one more, Brian, if you wanted to ask one more. Uh, no, I'll put that towards the moment. Okay. All right. You're probably right. Ensign? Um, right, Ensign? Yeah. Yep. I think everyone's About an Ensign except uh, Jesus, Jesus Lieutenant. Lieutenant, right? Yeah. Yeah. Although technically... She outranks Kendall. Kendall, I think, was assigned leadership of the of the of the, mm-hmm. of the party, which I find a nice dichotomy of, you mm-hmm. know, who's going to boss who around. <laughs> yes. Go ahead. It would seem your comment about industrialization is accurate. Um, however, they're probably long gone. For better or for worse, I suppose. Great. We're stuck on a dead planet. 
well, um, maybe we can go if if they are gone, then maybe there's we don't know how far they advance technologically. It's possible that their technology was advanced enough uh, that we might be able to find something to fix the shuttle. Maybe if it's even viable anymore. We're talking at least a thousand years ago. Who knows how much has decayed since then? It's worth a shot. But at the very least, there's raw materials. Hmm. Might be helpful if there's any semblance of civilization current or lost anywhere near here. For now, let's set up camp. Start working on on purifying the water. We're probably going to have to take multiple trips back and forth between here and the shuttle, but I want to see if I can get that thing fixed. I found a cave nearby. We need to be careful that there's some kind of predators in these woods. All right. Well, let's go kick something out of its home. <laughs> All right. Um, you guys set up in the uh, in the, the the opening of the cave. It's not real deep. It's not like it's you have to worry about bears being hiding in the back of anything. But you do see evidence that uh, something comes through here every at least on a semi regular basis. Uh, it's quadrupedal. It's heavy. Uh, you know, 100, 125 pounds in that area. So like, think uh, like a, like a gray wolf sized um, type critter. Uh, and there is obviously some sort of game that is in the 200 pound range. So small deer, very small deer. Um, uh, and that those appear to be the tracks for that appear to be pretty, re- pretty prevalent. Um, so there's probably a, there's probably a, a few of them, at least a small herd. Um, things set up pretty easily. You guys managed to get the, sh- or, you know, your lights set up and your encampment, and your bed and all that stuff set up. Um, you've got your little, uh, um, camp sensors, uh, for your perimeter defenses and stuff like that. You know, you're, you're pretty well equipped since this is a, a shuttle craft that is designed for this kind of thing, really, uh, for longer range stuff. Um, you know, that, that, uh, as the sun is going down, it gets cold fast. Uh, up here in the mountains it goes from excessively hot probably in the 60 degrees celsius range to you know around to zero um celsius so somewhere between like um 60 c is in the 90s i think right 60 celsius um yeah closer to 140 um so somewhere between 100 and 120 130 degrees down to uh, basically freezing in the span of a few hours. Um, it's a vast change. It's, it's a really hard change on, on everyone's body. Um, Jesus obviously is doing a little better in the cold than everybody else is, but, um, you do have, you do have survival gear as far as the clothing goes, like with the reflective pants and all that stuff. Um, so you're okay on that. Kim was going to tuck herself really tightly into the, that mirror, colored uh that chrome that that chrome sleeping bag right that, yeah. um, jesus will find a nice big rock to bring over 
and superheat it with a phaser. Yeah. Yeah, that works. Um, getting some, some more regulated temperature for the cold anyways. Uh, throughout the course of the evening, uh, the first evening that you're out, uh, you do hear, don't see, but hear the, um, the cries of some kind of animal. It's probably, uh, it sounds like a cross between like, a, a wolf and a dog, a wolf and a cat kind of thing. Sort of that, um, large predatory sounds. Um, and they don't seem all that far away, but they're certainly not close enough to trip all your sensors and stuff. You do also note that your tricorder has slightly better range at night, but not significantly, uh, in order to get, an adequate, a decent range out of your tricorders, you probably have to network them together and do some kind of, you know, minor tweaks to them to get them to, to have a better range and better efficiency. Um, which is, well, good. Would we be able to get better range at a higher elevation? Yeah, you do get, as you're going higher, you did get a a, a better range. It's not significant and it's higher in one direction because obviously the mountains are, are stopping you from getting a whole lot, but as you go higher, you do get better range. Okay. That's something to keep in mind. All right, we have we have sensors, but we should set up a rotation for overnight. I don't want to rely on technology in case there's anything weird going on here. And we'll take shifts sleeping. I'll take first. Kendall, I want you second. Uh, your telepathy may come in handy out in the dark. Yeah, about that. Um, I don't. See, I don't want to make a big thing about it, but um, I don't have to. You're a betazoid, right? I, do, I really, really don't want to make a thing out of it. All right, fine. O'Connor, you're on second watch then. I'll leave Kendall to the morning. Kendall will sulk in her sleeping bag. Take an eye. I'm going to Take a walk outside. I won't be far. I want to get a lot, an eye on the stars. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, I want to go out and I want to see if I can. Uh, yeah, a, 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 an angry, hot-headed, wobbly Andorian going out on a walk on an <laughs> on an un, unmapped planet on her own. Right. Uh, Great idea. I want to. I want to go out. Uh, first goal is to see if I can. Uh, you know, look up and match any of the star patterns with star charts. I would know. Uh, and if I happen to see a nice juicy game animal, I'll shoot it. Right. Um, all right, let's go ahead and, um, it, because of where you're at, you do have a tricorder, but looking at the stars to map them out will be very difficult. Um, Mm -hmm. you do not immediately recognize anything, like not anything. It's completely foreign stars to you. You don't even see a Mm -hmm. reference point that you could even begin to note. Um, so you are clearly not in, you know, at least the alpha quad it's hard to say from planets anyways every planet's different you're not on any planet you've ever been to before that's for sure um so give me a uh, also the reference points that you have the tricorder is not going to pick up which means it's probably not alpha quadrant um so go ahead and give me a roll um and i'll say con and reason i guess the difficulty though is going to be really high. Yeah, um, I'm going to say the difficulty is actually going to be five. Um, okay, you do have three momentum. I'm not going to spend any any uh, threat on this one. 
just circumstantially speaking, where you're at, unknown planet, unknown area, it's pretty high. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I have a focus I can use in this, even if I spend all three of those momentum that would give me four dice. I don't think it's possible for me to roll five hits. Uh, so I'm not going to worry about it. Where's Jisa at? Let me see what you got here. Uh, I got fighter crafts, uh, warp fields, and electronic warfare. I don't think any of those are really going to help me with. Yeah, and then a precision, price, precise evasion. Yeah. No, probably. Yeah, not. you take you take Jisa out of out of her her fighter, her her shuttle, whatever she may be in, and she's right. Yeah. yeah, and I don't see either of those values really uh, applying no. here either. So, yeah, it'd be it'd be pretty tough to be able to manage that that role. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna waste any of the momentum. I'll roll just because that's how the game works. I got one hit. <laughs> sure. Um, you can definitely tell that you're not in the Alpha Quadrant. The 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 um the tricorder can can confirm with that, and and you don't you don't recognize any of the uh, celestial bodies. Um, although the tricorder does pick out a few that it thinks would be interesting to call celestial bodies because you know it's all based on android and it was originally a gaming system anyway <laughs> um i can't remember that was from but anyway um yeah you don't you don't have any any idea even remotely where you guys would be yeah yeah you'd need the shuttle to be able to see if it could reference some kind of navigational boot beacon or buoy mm-hmm. um but yeah other than that uh you don't uh yeah the first night you don't see any game or anything like that for sure there's uh you might hear something not too far in the distance kind of moving around a little bit but whatever is out there is clearly keeping clear of you guys okay i'd like to have a conversation with okana while 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 just is out yeah um Kendall is just going to kind of out of nowhere ask, have you ever heard the story of Jonah? Like one the of, old, old earth Bible to you? Yeah. One of my, one of my uh, friends back at the academy was uh, an adherent and he called me a Jonah when I screwed up one of our training missions. Uh, well apparently it's old earth superstition that's uh there would be that if a sailor brought bad luck they would be called a jonah and they would bring they would bring dire fortune to the ship they're on i'm beginning to think that he might have been right but i am a jonah You know you you didn't open the wormhole, right? Well, no, I I know that, but I don't know. It's, I know that in my head, but I feel like in, somewhere deep inside me, I I feel like I I feel like whatever happened was my fault. It wasn't any. 
I'm not placing any blame. It wasn't anybody's fault. But if it was anybody's fault, it probably might have been the phaser blast. But that wasn't even her fault either. It, it, sometimes space does weird things. We just happen to get caught in it. That's the joys of basic fiction. Never know where you're going to end up. I guess not. And yeah. I'm sure you've seen a lot of weird stuff out in space. Yeah. That's why we signed up for this, right? Why did you sign up for it? The simple answer? What? The plants at home are boring. I'd studied them all. I wanted to learn about new ones. What you after you conquered a home, you must travel abroad. Exactly. That's about as broad as we get. Looks around at the cave. Well, I hope uh, I hope your career has been working out for you. I'd say so. I mean, I'm on the flagship of the. Federation. Sometimes I wish I was on any other ship anywhere in the galaxy. Why? I, when I signed up for Starfleet, I was not expecting to be posted on the same ship as my mother. Oh. It doesn't seem so bad. Uh, imagine for a moment, you, you picture your mother. Now picture she held your entire career in her hands and could at any moment just crush it like a great. My mom would do that. I don't think yours would either. She doesn't seem very crushy. No, she's not. But we we had our we had our bad days when when I was growing up. And I don't know. I suppose I'm just waiting for us to have another bad one, or something like this, where she gets so worried that I disappear which she sends me back to uh she's sends me back to um i can't remember this plan um uh, uh, yeah she sends me back to beta Z with my with my with my uh suitcase packed i don't think she's that powerful And she had to bypass a lot of people to get you kicked out of Starfleet. I suppose you're right, but I can't see any. I can't see Captain Ambrose sticking his neck out on my side. For you specifically, probably not. But not not that. Oh, that's not how I meant that. 
I don't, I don't think he would stick his neck out for any one person in particular, but I think he would do what's right. Well, I suppose. Yeah, I hope you're right. He seems like he seems like a good captain. I don't mean to sound down on him, but I just you know, my mother's very good at convincing people that she's right or that what she wants is the right thing. Others do that. Well, I, I've got a ship coming up. I better fall asleep. All right. Um, let's go back to Europa. Uh, Dasavi was heading down to engineering. Mm-hmm. Obviously, things are out of continuity time-wise. That, that's just the way it is. Um, we, well, did, we didn't travel through time. It could be that weeks pass. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Uh, Dasavi is going down to years later. What were you going? <laughs> what were you going to engineering for? Talk to Tong and uh, Tong and Kostra. Kostra. Gentlemen, Commander, the uh, Rain is not switching gears as quickly today. <laughs> What's up, Doc? Lieutenant, uh, can you be about arranging? Series of probes, extra shielding to daisy chain them into the maelstrom. Sure, why not? I was just telling my fr- my my pink friend here that we're not busy enough here in this engine room, and that we might as well uh, we might as well put more work on our on our plates. Wasn't isn't that right, Tom? Wasn't I just saying that? Yes. <laughs> I love this kid. All right. Ig- ignore my griping, Commander. I'm we- glad to give you something to occupy your time. And uh, when you're done, come by the med bay. I think your eyes might need a little checking. He rolls his eyes and, and pulls up, pushes up his sleeves. They were already up, but he pushes them up even further. Let's get to work. Coaster's wearing a tank top. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pushes the sleeves up. He's just wearing a vest. <laughs> He's got that, that strappy Picard vest. Right. Mm. And nothing else. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> just that and a headband. It, it gets hot down here in, a, in engineering. <laughs> Uh, all right. That's why the Ferengi's pink. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's gotten warm. Um, I mean, he's kind of pinkish, almost colored in that. He's more of an orange color, but whatever. Um, yeah, I mean, the, it's a very vague color. <laughs> right. Um, is that all Dasavi was going to do down there? Yeah. Right. That she'll head back. So let's go ahead and make an engineering test between the two of uh, Kova, K- Kostra and uh, Tong. Um, one can lead one. Kostra is going to let Tong take the lead on this. Sure. Since he, 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 he has enough on his plate as it is. He'll, he'll, he'll assist. He'll, you know, 
they'll look in and make sure that he's doing the right things. Sure. Uh, he'll let he'll let Tong take the lead. All right. So Tong, you can make the, the, the primary role. Coaster, you can assist. And then obviously the ship can also assist. Uh, your difficulty is going to be, I'm going to say just two. Um, I am going to spend two of these to increase the complication range. Um, because I think it'd be interesting to see a complication to the communication system. Mm-hmm. Um, so go ahead and make an engineering and whatever you feel is appropriate test, probably either control or reason. The difficulty uh, two. Could I make a, an argument for electro power, electroplasma power systems? Uh, in in both boosting the power of probes and shielding said energy source from the exotic particle. Sure, um, that would that would uh, that would give me an excuse for the uh, complication. There you go. If if something goes wrong, it's, it'll yeah. be Tong's fault. Uh, I'll spend one of those momentum for an extra die. You said difficulty two. Difficulty two. Uh, yeah, that's good. I'll go with that. Oh, no. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I am, I am full of them today. Uh, you are on fire. I swear. Roll 20 if, is If this so was swinging. D&D, I'd, I'd be, yeah. I'd be unstoppable. <laughs> so one and two complications. Uh, Coaster can go ahead and assist. So can the ship. I'll go ahead and assist. Coaster is going to try to assist by breaking it. Uh, He's going to try, you know, uh, he's going to uh, try and break it so that way make sure that it's intact enough that it can weather the storm. Uh, so can I use my troubleshooting focus? Sure. Okay. One. One. Uh, so we got the two we need, but we, we're, got, the two, so we got all kinds of complications. Let's have the ship do a roll just to see what we get from that. So you get, if you get momentum back, so if anyone wants to roll the ship. Uh, what would this be? Uh, let's see. I got the ship open here. Let's. Uh, uh, communications engineering. Yeah. That makes, that makes sense to me. There all right. Go. Ship got one. So you get one momentum back. Thanks, Eva. Um, so yeah, you, uh, you send, you've got the probe set up, um, the complication will come in, uh, when you turn everything on, uh, the two complications will come in when you turn everything on. Um, but yes, you have everything ready to set up. It's ready to go. Um, whenever the captain is ready, he can launch them. Uh, let's do, uh, I don't have another scene at the moment. I was thinking about doing a small scene with somebody else before we got back to. Uh, you know what? Let's, I, I need something from Vren. Um, so let's have Vren. All you really have to do is make some rolls. Vren is in uh, the library access, doing some research on the linguistics of the, uh, of the, the peoples that you have discovered. So it is Vren and Eva. Um, go ahead and make a quick roll and then I will give you some information. It will be, uh, let's see, character sheet. Let's do reason and science and 
xenoanthropology, mm-hmm. I think would apply here for sure. Yeah. Study of language. Yeah. And you also have studious, which is not relevant to this particular case, but specifically you were looking at linguistics. So. Okay. Uh, difficulty difficulty is going to be two. I'm going to spend one threat to increase the threat range. All right. Because if you fail, you'll get a bad, you will. You, perhaps your translations will be poor. Okay. Uh, yeah, let me go ahead and pull one of those dice again. See how many more complications I can roll for you. Ah, no complications. No complications this time. All right. Um, I guess I'll take those three successes. Though. Right. Uh, so the difficulty was two, so you get one extra question you can ask. You you begin to note there is some similarities between this language um, and... Is Eva helping? Eva is helping. Yeah, I can roll that. Hang on. Europa. Um, computers and science. Pretty much what she's the bestest at. And he exists. So you have two questions. Um, I don't want to give too much away yet. Um, you're beginning to see a lot of similarities between the, the writing, uh, the symbology that is being used uh, in what the people are using on the planet um it's you you've you've managed to connect it much more thoroughly with the language that is on halloran station it is Mm -hmm. there is clearly a a a separation but it's the the language on halloran is clearly a root of the rest of it um you following a hunch you started looking into other databases that may have similar writing um or similar root as it were um you find that it roots to a lot of languages that you've already encountered in, um, in the Shackleton expanse in the expanse. Um, but clearly this is much closer to the original, uh, than almost everybody else's, um, which you already basically knew that stuff. Um, but you've gotten now to a point where you can do a much, much more precise translation. Um, any questions you want to ask regarding that? It's going to come up more effectively later, but. Yeah. Uh, so language is one of the primary means in which a group of people categorizes their world and what is most important to them and their worldviews and their beliefs and whatnot. I don't know if I have enough vocabulary to get this, uh, but can I get an understanding of how uh can i get a general understanding of their civilization based on it how technologically savvy they are how uh religious how how important religion is to them what their family structure may be like yeah sure um without too much difficulty you can figure out that uh religion in the primary context of religion is less of a um it's less of a practiced uh, teaching and more of a way of life. Um, their religion for lack of a better term is 
the oneness that they all feel for each other and for the land, for the ships that they have and all of that. Their technological level of their, their sophistication um, actually appears to be diminishing over time. Rather than becoming more advanced, they're becoming less advanced. Um, they have the technology that they have, but they're not really innovating new technology. Okay. Uh, so, it, so it looks like uh, a civilization in technological decline. Yes. Okay. Um, anything else? Um, uh, well, I have Studio, so I get a free question because I bought one anyway. So I, I might as well find something to use it use it on. Sure. Um, So you said it, it, there's similarities between their language, other languages we've encountered in the expanse, but this is the closest to the original, original Halloran root. Yes. Can I make a sort of chronological map of all of these different related languages and see if I could pinpoint uh, a timeline for, um, relative divergence, relative. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, you could probably put that together. That would take you a few hours to to assemble everything and and have it Vulcanly accurate. Um, but there certainly, point zero zero one degrees of uh, of error. <laughs> um, I am trying very hard to find a symbol that I can show you, um, but I am not finding one at the moment. Um, um, so, okay, the last thing that you find from this, and this is the information I wanted to give you, but I don't have a symbol, I'm just going to describe it. Um, you see repetitively, not only in the Halloran Station symbologies, but in the primarily in the, the, symboli the symbolism and symbology of the, uh, the people. Um, repetitive usage of a hand reaching towards something. Um, it's either reaching towards the sky or reaching towards... Um, something else it doesn't matter what it is but it's always reaching uh and that reaching is upward is it always upward it's always reaching upwards yes okay. um it is, a, it is a, a, a you see the symbol often um and it becomes repetitive um and then at a certain point in the timeline that you've created you see that um it kind of stops like they just stop using it they don't they don't put it on things anymore um or they put it on things far less often um, and it stopped being used at all in the other cultures. It just isn't things that are there anymore. Uh, and you're looking at maybe uh, sometime in the last, uh, well, it's hard to say because the the different planets, have, the different languages have diverged much earlier. But the only culture that still used it um, after your your main divergences in your branch of your tree line here, your, your timeline, the only cultures that still used it were the 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 people, um, and then they stopped using it a couple of thousand years ago. Like they stopped using it regularly sometime between a thousand and fifteen hundred, two thousand years ago. Okay, so uh, right. about fifteen hundred, two thousand years ago. Okay. Um, it is, is this, uh, I'm forgetting all of my, 
uh, anthropology terms. Uh, is is this a language based off of symbols, or does it have an alphabet? Is it is it iconographic, or does it have an alphabet? Uh, it is pro- it is largely uh, iconographic. It is as I said before, you guys. It's it's, pict- it's pictographic, right? Pictographic. Yeah. Um, that is primarily how the language progressed um, post. Uh, Halloran station. Halloran had writing as well, but it was largely pictographic as well. Okay. Could I look at, because over the course of 2000 years, that symbol, whether it's in use or falling out of use or whatnot is, is going to drift a little bit. Sure. Uh, I mean, if we look at how S's were written now, as a, as compared to 200 years ago, when they looked like F's, right. uh, there, there you go. Um, could I look at, how that symbol changed uh, over time and compare it to other symbol, similar symbols to see if I can get at least some sort of vague understanding of what its original meaning was. Um, sure. Uh, you'll note that over time, it definitely became a sharper, uh, more precise um, type of drawing. Um, you can compare it to early on where it was much more, uh, open-handed and, and as, as it grew, as it was used in time, it became much sharper in definition as far as like the angles were sharper and the, um, uh, the, the hand began to close more than it was open, uh, rather than being an outstretched hand reaching and open, it was a cl- outreached hand kind of closing. Um, the symbolism for it is, the best you can tell anyways, it seems to be reaching for a goal. It's, it's striving towards, it's attempting to reach some sort of utopian um, existence. Um, That's primarily what it appears to be reaching for. Okay. Uh, Well, I believe that's my three questions. All right. Anybody else have any scenes they want to do, or do we, should we take a five ish minute break? Yeah, I was thinking break. Uh Real quick before we do that. Yep. Because I remember the thing Savi was supposed to be doing. Um, she will also go contact the SSH. Okay. And ask him to help with the probes. Okay. Yeah, that's a thing he can help with, no problem. Yeah. Great. More fabrication. Exactly my specialty. Fabrication and creative alteration is the word I want, but close enough of existing technology to work in a fashion that it's not generally supposed to. Well, at least you're trying to make this more exciting for me. <laughs> Turn my camera back on, huh? I'm so glitchy. It's a glitch in the matrix. Um, right, at least the sound's not glitchy. That's what matters, right? So when when we last look at you anyway, yeah, it's fine. It's I have a face for radio. Um, <laughs> so we uh, last left off with um, Vren doing her uh, investigation and finding information that she's got. Uh, hopefully, that'll play in a little bit later. Um, well, we'll definitely play in later. Uh, let's go back to the planet. Um with Jisa, O'Connor, and Kendall. You guys have spent the evening. Uh, it was pretty uneventful. Uh, at some point early in the morning, uh, some rain began. It's not a heavy rain, 
but it is slightly acidic. Um, so it's uh, it's damaging to electronics and things like that. It's not too big a deal for the suits you guys have. You guys personally aren't going to be harmed, but anything that's electronic that's out in it um, has to stay limited um, limited contact with the rain itself. What about the shuttle? The shuttle should be okay because its hull is duranium. Um, as long as the shuttle is closed, it should be okay. Long term, oh, the door open. Yeah, it's one of those complications. I'm, I'm always rolling. <laughs> right. Um, long term, uh, it will damage the shuttle. Uh, but in the you know couple of days that you're expecting to be here or hoping to be here, <laughs> um, it's probably fine. Uh, if it's out in the weather for six months to a year you might start seeing the paint or not the paint yeah like the the paint striping and the numbers and stuff wearing off and then you might see more damage after that and after that and after that mm. um but you've got some time um so with that in mind what do you guys want to do you wake up in the morning everything is getting hot uh and wait ra- wait ra- rainy and wet and humid uh, it's really the antithesis of anything that Jisa would want to be involved in. I hate this planet. Get alone. This is not ideal. Okay, we should make a trek back to the shuttle. See if we can uh, see what we can salvage. See if we can get communications up. See if we can get some sort of limited sensor telemetry to see if we can find. Any signs of civilization, past or present? This is going to take a while. All right. Any objections to that plan? No. All right. You guys head down to the shuttle. (laughs) Right. You guys head down to the shuttle. Um, The path going down is much easier because it's not going up. You have gravity in your side. You do know that it's a little bit... um, Near where you're at, the 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 water or the the runoff of the rain is uh, does make it a little bit slippier than you would hope. Um, and again, the rain is uh, you know not good. Um, you take your water with everything else. You've got some purified water, that kind of stuff. You get back to shuttlecraft, and it is obviously still there. Nice. I don't know what that was about, but I was seeing if I was falling off the mountain. Oh. It down oh, is a lot yeah. easier and up when, uh, you know, gravity is helpful going down when you're not bumbling all over the place. Right. Can't walk straight. Uh, I heard a, a, a communicator chirp. I assume that was somebody's oh, yeah. text message. That was my phone. Sorry. Gotcha. Uh, who's got their phone on the set? Um, so you guys get down to the, to the shuttle. It is still there, obviously intact. Um, doesn't look like anything's really happened to it. Um, you do note that there are a number of footprints around it that are, uh animal it matches the same as that predatory uh, gate that you saw earlier um you're gonna get start working on the ship uh go ahead and give me yeah. whoever's gonna do the main ba- the main work of getting the sensor suite uh up and running difficulty will be two go ahead and give me the roll doing engineering or science for that engineering Probably, and then it's either probably reason control, or there's an there's a there's a argument you made for daring if you want to crosswire stuff, but your complication range. Um, if you get a complication, you could certainly destroy something permanently. Sounds good to me. 
you know, it's not my strong suit, but after seeing Jack's rolls today, maybe, maybe we should let the scientists try to engineer some shit. <laughs> no, maybe not. Maybe that's a good idea. Uh, on um, I, mean, I have Jesus a focus is in actually fairly system. good. <laughs> so who wants to take the lead? Who's, who's going to take the lead? You can both assist. One, one person can assist, obviously, but who wants to Yeah, take I, I think Jesus is definitely going to take the lead. How about Jesus? Unless there's any and O'Connor assists. All right. Sounds good. Uh, yeah, but, but Jisa is definitely trained not in the very precise arts of engineering on board a ship. She is trained for exactly this field stripping and field repairing uh, as necessary. So I'm going to go daring engineering. Okay. Um, I'm going to say you do not have a focus for that. No. And then O'Connor, if you want to assist... I'm it? guessing my positronic system is going to help anything here. No. Yeah. No, you're not fixing Eva. <laughs> no. Uh, what's the difficulty we're looking at? Two. Okay. Well, right, you only have one. to get us one. I got us one. Uh, yeah, we, we had this conversation last week. You got to spend them to make one, so I'll take one of those momentum. There you hey, go. look at that. So exactly. four successes. She's doing. Um, you strip down the, the sensors and you cross them with uh, the navigational uh, array. We're because, not using it anyway. <laughs> because it's not being used anyway. So you've increased the range of your sensors. Uh, you get everything back online uh, as far as the sensors and stuff goes. You've got emergency power. Your warp systems are still offline, but you've got emergency power back up enough to be able to, to run the sensors and you can run the tricorders of the sensors if you need to. Um, but the sensors range on the tr- ship is at this point, you're basically hemispherical. You've got the Northern hemisphere. You can, you can scan. Um, so you've got that online. You get two additional momentum back. One. It's actually pretty exciting. I get to use this trick, pick this up from a, uh, Ah, uh, what's the name of the uh, out in the demilitarized zone? Silva, uh, the Maquis. The Maquis. Yeah, pick this up from a from a Maquis. I was stranded with for a little bit. Yeah, you crosswire navigation and sensors, and man, this will blow out the navigation of any ship nearby. But it works excellent in the atmosphere. All right, glad it worked. Go ahead and give me a. Uh, scan the planet roll, uh, which is probably mostly be O'Connor on that one, I would think. Yeah. Although it could be anybody. Uh, if Kendall wants to assist or if Disa wants to assist. Uh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see. Type 9 Shuttlecraft, which has stats now. And it will assist with sensors and science, which it has not a great. It's one, though, so you have three. Difficulty was, uh, so difficulty was zero. So you have three successes. Um, you do not detect any large life forms that it would, nothing indicating the existence of like mass congregations of humanity. Or, or any kind of like alien civilization other than uh, you do find a, several spots in the Northern hemisphere where there are um, for lack of better term ruins, uh, skeletal cities. Um, okay. 
There's also a number of spots on the planet that are huge depressions in the sand, in, in the ground where you would expect large cities to be. Oh. They were destroyed or something, but they're not there now. The nearest one is if you can get the shuttle up and running, you can get to it, you know, pretty quick. If you can't get the shuttle going and you walk, it's probably a few days walk. Do, do we have any indications whether it's a no survivors kind of scenario or just a the planet is devastated, but people are scraping by? Uh, as far as you can tell from the sensor readings, there are no there were no survivors. Okay. Um, the planet is clearly, from what you can get from the sensor readings, the planet is clearly in a state of uh, recovery post-advanced civilization. There are no, um, there are no humanoid, there are no life signs of active humanoids on the planet. Two more questions. I, I was, I was typing when you said it. So just to make sure I heard correctly, you said there were large indentations where cities used to be correct yeah like they are they bombed out sure that was yep. gonna be my question are they bombed or do they like sink into the earth because erosion no they are definitely there are definitely craters where the cities used to be okay uh are, are we working with extra questions right now you have two more uh jesus would certainly be interested to know if there is any residual fallout from whatever weapons caused this. Uh, there is not any, there is no kind of uh, radioactive decay in the atmosphere that is abnormal to uh, an industrialized civilization. It does not appear to be um, a nuclear disaster. With as far gone as humanity has been here would there be much evidence of that still yes yeah okay. that's part of the same question like could the radiation the fallout radiation would would last for a really long time if it was a a, a global nuclear holocaust okay so you have one more question are there any intact enough uh areas that we might be able to get uh parts if necessary sure yeah there's a couple of like skeletal remains of large cities um you're detecting a lot of silicate and uh some precious metals uh so you could probably you could probably use it to create things if you needed to um not that it really matters if you get the if you get the uh um replicator working you can do anything with almost anything um but yes there is definitely outposts of civilization left uh even though there's no one living in them so it looks like we have some bombed out mass devastation of this way and ruins this way we might be able to get supplies we need over here parts all right i guess next we have to 
See if we can get this shuttle off the ground, at least for short hops. Not, not all that interested in walking out in this heat for the days on end it would take to get there. Not really. Not the safest thing. We'll run out of our water soon enough. If the rain's acidic, then the lake is probably fairly acidic too. All right. All right. Let's uh let's get to work on seeing if we can at least get uh, suborbital engines working. Sure. Give me one more roll on the engineering there. Anybody that wants. Actually, I, this could be something that all three of you could assist on. All three of you could work on. Um, just because the nature of all the systems you have to work with. We'll do it as a single roll. That way we don't have to do it coming back to it a bunch. Um, we'll say the difficulty is going to be three. Um, and whoever wants to take the lead can take the lead and the other two can assist. Here's what I'd like to do. Yeah. I would like to set up a confrontation between Jisa and uh, Kendall over a disagreement on how to how to proceed at this point. Sure. So um, we can worry about the techno babble uh, or whatever, but maybe like um, Kendall thinks that uh, we can restore that restoring the. Um, Communications might be a priority, and just the things that restoring the engines might be a priority, and sure. we can we can disagree on that and see where see where the chips land there. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I, I mean, I think I think Jisa is just going to get to work, and she's going to cannibalize whatever system she needs, uh, including communications at this point. If uh, if it'll get the ship off the ground, as soon as as soon as she she begins doing that. Uh, Kendall will will go. Uh, wait, Jason, what are you doing? I'm getting this hunk of metal off the ground. We don't even know where we are. We need to prioritize communications. The Europa will be coming for us, and getting us off the ground is not going to get us home. Sitting here isn't going to get us home. Have you taken a look at at the sky at your tricorders? We're not in the Alpha Quadrant anymore. And, and we're going to get back on a warp six engine? No, but at least we could get across the planet someplace better than this desert. Uh, Kendall will cross her arms and she'll say, look, I, I was put in command of this away mission. Uh, I think we should prioritize communications. You were given a novelty command of a simple joyride. You're you're barely uh, you're barely out of your cadethood. Your your commands your your command fell out of the sky when the shuttle did. I'm not I'm not entrusting the safety of our crew to some kid. Out of my way. Uh. I think she'll. I think she'll just back down. Uh, I can't see her standing up to Jisa here. Oh yeah, like Jisa stands yeah. up a little wobbly, but she stands up and gets like right, right in Kendall's face. Yeah. So get Kendall, out of my way. Kendall will uh, say, uh, "I. This is going in your report." 
Sure thing, Ensign. O'Connor, get over here and make sure I don't uh, muck up these communications too much. I want to be able to put everything back the way it needs to be. Sure. She'll meekly make her way over. Kendall will step away, crossing, keeping her arms crossed and try to figure out some way she can be helpful. Okay. Um, so Jesus steps out the ship and is going outside to, to work on something out there. If you guys want to have a, a private conversation sans her, but if not, either way, let's go ahead and make a, a quick roll with, uh, Jesus taking the lead in Kendall and O'Connor secondary. Okay. Uh, trying to decide if I want to use my value now, if I want to save it for later. I don't. I don't think it's necessary just yet. Uh, but I will take one of those momentum again for another daring engineering roll. Ooh. Wow! <laughs> wow! Okay! Wow! At least Brian, one of them are complications. in engineering? Because uh, I figured she, I figured the only way she could help was like lifting something. Uh, oh, gotcha, so, gotcha. Gotcha. I would have rolled, I would have rolled a more prominent stat if like she hadn't just been. Gotten into a fight. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Fair enough. Um, all right. So you, uh, you find that uh, you go to start the engines up. You guys didn't have any role playing you want to do. Uh, if if Kendall and O'Connor have anything you want to do, now it's time to do it. No, O'Connor went out with Jisa. Okay, I thought you stayed in with with Kendall. Um, no, Jisa said, "Come do the thing," and O'Connor was like, "Yep." Okay, okay. I'm not arguing with the scary lady. <laughs> right, I'm right. going this way. Um, so you guys are doing the work, and uh, at one point you go to start the engines up, and you get like that that powering up sound, and then it just kind of. Peter's you know, something something sparks and it it kind of it shuts down. Um, nothing is particularly damaged. You didn't get a complication, so it's no worse off than it was. But um, there doesn't appear to be any clear. The yeah, there, there doesn't appear to be any clear uh, reason why it isn't working. But it is not working. I think it's Kendall, not going to make it work better. Kendall will will shoot at Jisa. Uh, launch a full broadside and just say, well, great. Now we hit don't have communications or engines. Just said, we're not going anywhere. We got plenty of time to work on this. I'll figure it out. Okay. I think now's a great time to cut away, actually. What's that? I think now's a great time to cut away from the group. Yeah, I was going to. Um, uh, before that, though, I want to know if you guys are going to be working on that or if you're going to plan on walking out walking to the next facility. If you're going to keep working, that's fine. I just want to know what you guys are doing so I know what to come back to. I think Jesus would like to keep, keep working on it. Yeah. Okay. Like, I, like I, I was even going to suggest, I don't, I don't know if there's any way to do this with the rules, but suggest like doing something stupidly risky to like re-roll or something. Like, like overloading a, a phaser and tying that into the power supply to just give us a boost of power or so, something to... So there is a mechanic for that. Uh, Jeff could let us succeed at cost. Right. Uh, but I actually think it might be, I think Kendall is going to grab her, grab a backpack, empty, empty it, and just put in the bare necessities 
and she's going to be trekking to the closest uh, place where she can find parts. Okay. So one person's going to leave there, two are going to be working. I can work like that when we get back. Days away, though, right? It was a couple days away, yeah. Yeah. She'll, uh, she'll, one, she's mad, and two, she doesn't see this. She she knows that she thinks that the only way we're going to proceed is if she has parts. Right. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, we, can, we can't cut away now. Um, <laughs> we, no. Okay. Yeah, no, if that's happening, right. there's. Fair enough. Okay. Um, so are you sneaking out or are you just are you going out in a huff no she's being obvious about it she says we're going to need parts i'm going to it, it, it's i we're going to need parts i'm going to go get them how you, you are sit back down. you don't know the terrain you, you don't know what other risks there are they could there could be Going out by yourself is stupid. It's 50 what? degrees out there in shrubland. You wouldn't make it two days. It's longer than that. Sit down. You act... Look, I'm, I, I'm trained in survival. I've, I've trained in survival situations. I can get there and back in a, in a few days. And if yeah, I don't what does all that academy training tell, tell you about going out alone? We stick together. There's obvious predators around here. If you run out of food, what are you going to eat? You don't know what's poisonous, what isn't. He says, that's what a tricorder is for. I'll be fine. But if you get the shuttle working without me, you, got, you can pick me up. Yeah, that's no. You're not you're not wandering off on some uncharted planet on your own. We'll we'll make that call when we need to make that call. We're not beyond reason right now. We have a source of water, we have a cave. There's food enough for a couple days. If we can't figure this out next couple days, we'll make the journey. Get in and over your head. I'd like to do an opposed role against you, Jack, uh, to see if we're able to see who, if she goes anyway. Okay. Does that sound good to you? Yeah. All right, cool. I mean, I'm, I'm just waiting for her to turn around and storm off so I can phaser you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's escalation. <laughs> Let's see where that goes. Um, go ahead and make, I mean, go ahead and make I'm, all, your role. I'm all for doing the most interesting result. And that yeah. sounds like a very interesting. Oh, oh yeah. No, it, if, if, uh, if she's going, if she's going AWOL, she's being insubordinate. She will just stun you. <laughs> I mean, depends on who's technically being insubordinate in that situation. Yeah, sure. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. So uh, technically it's, it's funny because at no point has she's like pulled rank, but, uh, and I mean, Kendall is pretty much called rank. Yeah, he did. Yeah. yeah. This is exactly the kind of gray area that makes for perfect role play. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm good with it. If you want to make a role, go ahead. If you don't want to make a role, you can do what you want to do. I mean, I think we should still have a role. I mean, sure. if, if that would be avoided, 
but yeah. that is Jesus like fallback plan. Um, okay. Well, can we say if I succeed at the role, she doesn't do that then? I mean, if you're just going to do it regardless, then I feel like, uh, we might as well not even bother rolling. Well, your role that's, was, that's on was, you. was to determine if you would be cowed by her, right? Uh, cowed or convinced otherwise. Cowed or persuaded. Yeah, and then I was hoping to cower persuade uh, Jizza uh, to to agreeing to let me go. Uh, but since that's not really an option, I think the more interesting result is just um, you phaser. Storming off and getting phasered. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I think it's more interesting that way anyway. All right. Uh, so she says, look, I'm in command here, and I'm... and." I'd say I'm going. I'll keep my, uh, I've got my communicator. I'll keep in touch. And then she just turns around, heads up, grabs her, grabs the, the, the knapsack, turns around and walks down the gangplank out of the ship. O'Connor sighs and turns around, turns her attention back to trying to fix the system. Yeah, there, there's there's a huff, like just long enough for her to get like a good few meters away. She slams down on the L cars again, steps outside and calls out, not letting you get yourself killed on my command. It's going <laughs> to. Not even a warning shot. Just. Nope. Back. Yeah, just, right. yep. Just maximum stun. Knock I'll, you right out. I'll let the roll succeed because it's more interesting. Yeah. Now. All right. Um, so Connor, or not O'Connor. O'Connor goes down. Uh, shut the face of Connor. I shut the I'm doing this on my own. I don't need you kids. It's your complication from earlier. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, uh, yeah, Kendall goes down, and we'll cut away there. Uh, we'll we'll cut away as as Jesus dragging her back to the ship. <laughs> I'm just picturing the Star Trek style stuntman flail as she fa- falls to the ground into the dirt. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, so back to the ship. Um, you have the the uh, communication relay set up. You have it ready to go. Uh, everything is good. Uh, you also have stuff with anyone else that you want to do anything with. But uh, what do you guys want to do? Who wants to do what? Um, try to launch that uh, relay. Yeah. What's next in like the 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 project of getting uh. The the relay is ready to go. All you got to do is launch it. Okay. Um, having put the SSH on that, can he roll to see to assist to see if we can mitigate any of that no. complication at all? Nope. Okay. Nope. You got the complications. That's what you got. Okay. Uh, Kostra will uh, call call up to the the bridge. Captain, we're as ready as we're going to be. All right. What's uh, with all the modifications, what's the range of maneuverability on those probes? Are we going to be able to launch them from outside the nebula? Or are we going to set them up on a number of shuttles? Got a daisy chain set up. We're, we'll be launching a, uh, we'll be launching a total of 16. Uh, probes, they'll tie into each other. The last one will be tethered through the wormhole. 
hopefully we can pick up something on the other side. Or at least tethered to where the lo- the wormhole was. Because you guys haven't right. figured out how to open it yet. Open. But you've definitely got it set up so you can get to where the wormhole was and you have another one ready to go through. You'll be able yeah. to pick up anything you want to pick up sensor-wise once you get there without setting a shuttle. So you've got probe capabilities and you'll have comm communications, comm systems um, on that. And you can launch the last one whenever you're ready. Just waiting on your order, sir. All right. Get them loaded up. You can tell he's worried because he called you sir. <laughs> <laughs> All right, they're all loaded. Everything's good to go. You ready to fire? You can fire. Yeah, everything goes off. Um, Mills makes the the cal- the final calculations. Any any corrections you need to make, uh, and then fires the. Right. the- I, I think one of the few times that Ambrose is actually going to like Ambrose is usually happy to let Mills take over. Uh, you know the uh, weapons and. Had, had a security bridge position, mm-hmm. but he's actually going to stand up and walk. He's not going to take the position from her, but he is going to stand right behind her and very clearly be looking over Mill's shoulder and make sure all the calculations are correct. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, everything looks good as far as that goes. Uh, she fires them out. They start lining up. The first one gets into place, the second one, and so on and so forth, up to the last one that gets into place. Um, everything appears to be good. The um the telemetry coming back is um is weak it's weaker than you had expected it to be can can i just add that uh i think um um uh yezabeth is like calling them out as uh they get into position probe one is in position probe two in position yep captain i'm getting telemetry back but it's pretty weak uh, I figured that would be a problem. We'll see if we can boost it. We just need basic telemetry at this point. We'll worry about boosting the signal when we know their signal to pick up. Right. You get the last one in place, uh, and you guys can go ahead and make a science roll. Uh, your difficulty is going to be one higher due to the complications. Uh, so three. This will give you science on basically information that the Europa would have. Uh, any potential ways to possibly open the rift or whatever might have caused the rift to open, that kind of thing. You definitely do not see uh, shuttlecraft wreckage. Uh, you do detect the wreckage of the other ships that were there earlier, the same information that you that the other characters had, uh, that there are the three different types of ship there, um, including the Bellerophon, a Cardassian ship, and a Jem'Hadar ship. Um, you can also see that uh, um, the level of of neutrino and chroniton activity in the area is significantly higher. There's also evidence of uh, um, phaser fire in the area. So uh, in the book, the um, probes uh, provide an advantage, right? I believe Um, so. Regardless of whether that's factored into the difficulty of what we're rolling or not, I do have uh the right tool for the job as uh um Yezabeth. Okay. Where if it it uh it increases the advantage by one step if I'm using a, a, a tool uh I do have to do opportunity cost here. So can I uh spend a momentum to uh gain that opportunity cost? Or I'm sorry to gain that advantage. Sure. Um We'll just say that's you like tweaking the refining the 
the signal boosters and all that kind of stuff with the Europa's uh, sensor feedback and all that stuff. Okay, great. Uh, I don't think any of her joined uh, of personalities would apply in this situation. Uh, so I'm just going to go ahead and give it a roll. Uh, I will. I would like to sp spend a momentum and invest and two threat. Give you two threat. Okay. This is where I'm missing having cautious. <laughs> And I take it my sensors, does my, does my sensors focus apply? Yes. And the ship will roll sensors and science, which I rolled. Awesome. And got zero, apparently. Difficulty was three. You got the advantage. So it's two. So it's one, two, three, four, five total successes. So three. Six, six total successes because I have dedicated focus and I got a uh, success. So that's nice. Yeah. So you have four questions. Um, you get all the information that you would have had before, all the information that the players had, but the characters did not. Um, as far as the situation that happened there and everything that was found there. The only thing you don't know is obviously you don't know that they found the logs already and you don't know that the dedication plaque isn't there. So she'll report, Captain. I it looks like they went into the Bellerophon wreckage, and that's where the that's where they found the, Whatever found them, found them there. I'm getting the shell, the probes into position now, and I'm putting the last one through. And she'll say probe 16 in position, and what happens? Uh, so what you get is, um, so far, no no additional things have opened up. Um, mm -hmm. You get the information, you get to see, though, that... that um, I'll go ahead and just give it to you with, with one of your... Uh, with one of your questions that you have because you had four so i'll give you one i'll take one and give this to you um you've got that it seems like there was some kind of a, there's a lot of energy in the area and additional energy may trigger the uh uh the any kind of wormhole thing activity to happen um but it clearly requires additional energy to be expended gotcha um, captain it's not opening up i Wait, I'm looking at the sensor data we have from the sh from the shuttle. It looks like there was a a flash of energy shortly before the the wormhole opened up. Looks like something triggered it. Maybe Particle decay would suggest a phaser fire, low intensity. Any any sign of other combat in the area? No. Shavings of duranium. All right. Captain, what if we fire our phasers? It might allow, it, it might trigger the same energy cascade. It's the best, best we have to go on right now. Uh, minimal intensity. Even with that, our phasers are going to be more powerful than a, than a Type 9. But we'll see what happens. Um, you do have an, a, a bit of a range to shoot that and get it in precise, especially with all the other stuff. So Mills is going to make an attack roll. Uh, difficulty is going to be three. But you can go ahead and make that roll. Unless Ambrose is going to undermine her and take and make the shot itself. True. Is there a way I could assist? 
Because again, he would he would walk back behind her and make sure everything looks. Um, you'd be able to use correct. any of the command abilities for there, but there wouldn't be an assist on the actual roll. Okay. Like I don't know what command abilities might take in might might, might play in there, but one of the command abilities is to literally have them roll and then assist the command. Oh, there you go. Um. So you would roll. Uh, blah 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 blah. Mills would roll to attack, which is the same as it would always be to attack. Which I can't remember what the actual one there is. Let me get a look at your care sheet. Um. I was going to go control, it's control con- security. Control security. Yep. For the phasers. Um, and then With my tactical assist systems apply. Yes. And then Ambrose, you would use um, either presence, probably presence and command. Okay. To assist. Is this something I need to use a value for or a determination for? Or? No. Nope. You can, okay. but you don't need to. No, that's just a, it's one of the, the, the standard abilities that you get as uh, the command of a starship. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah, I knew you get those, but uh, I guess I didn't, I guess I don't have them on this character sheet because I don't I see get, it. I've, I've got it. Um, Pasted in chat. Okay. Uh, so you you said what presence command? Presence and command. Yeah. Uh, the ship assists with weapons and security. So am I rolling one die or two? You're rolling one. Okay. There you go. Cool, cool. Uh, I'm assuming between inspiration, team dynamics, and shipboard tactical systems that I have focus in this. Sure. Another two for me. Two, four, four extras because you got two successes. So um, that will be, unless you have anything you want to spend those on, um, you've got two additional momentum. One and two. Uh, You fire the phasers and... uh, after a few seconds, there is uh, a distinctive swirling of space, uh, a high rate, uh, uh, high um, expulsion of chroniton and um, neutrinos. That's what I'm looking for. The wormhole opens. Uh, it is clearly very unstable. You get a lot of readings back from it. It's very unstable. Um, Yazabeth pushes the last of the... Uh, uh, probes through it and you begin getting telemetry back. Um, you guys still had three questions from that previous role uh, and you can attempt to do whatever else you guys want to do. You've got can three, be- you got three momentum specifically for this task. Um, can I be- go ahead. Can I get a stellar location? Yes. So you get, uh, I'll give one of those for that. It is the Delta quadrant. Mm. Uh, Captain, I think I think there the probes in the Delta Quad now. Uh, is there any sign of the shuttle? Uh, you can see the orbit, the decay of the the like the engines, um, the impulse drive um, as it approached a planet that is not too far away. Um, it clearly has crashed on that planet. You got one question left, Captain. There's a there's an impulse trail leading down to a planet. Uh, some, I, 
I think that going through the wormhole must have caused some damage. And it looks like they may have touched down on a nearby planet. Um, I, I will check. I already know the answer to this, but I'll check for any communication signals. There are none. No response, Captain. All right. Who knows what the what the state of the shuttle was when it came out of the wormhole? These things can be. This is clearly unstable. But uh, we can we can hope that that trail is uh, consistent with at least some level of controlled entry. If we're not picking up any signals, there's not much more we can do at present. I'm hesitant to send any any other teams through, but we do seem to have a means of opening the wormhole. About that time, for the time being, you get a, another uh, on on the screen. There, you're seeing the the, uh, the telemetry of the wormhole begins to fluctuate again, and then it shuts. We've lost the signal, Captain. The wormhole's close again. All right. I take it the tether has been severed as well. It right? has. Yep. Although yeah. at Yazabeth's skill, you can imagine it, the, the probe will probably maintain station keeping where it's at. So if it reopens, you'll probably get signal again, unless something gotcha. happens to the probe on the other side. Gotcha. Okay. I just wanted to know if we need to do another probe in the place. No, because the probe went all the way through the wormhole. It's as long as it maintains station keeping, it's fine. Gotcha. What was the state of the probe coming out of the wormhole? Um, it definitely fluctuated. There were definitely some issues with it. I forgot to I forgot to use the complication. Um, there was definitely uh, a degraded signal from it. It had sustained some minor damage, um, but it was still intact. I mean, the probe obviously didn't crash on the planet. So. It did not. Yep. The probes are much more simple systems too, so they, you know, yeah, it may have something to do with the mass. Maybe the larger an object is, this is purely hurt the rising. Maybe the larger an object is, the more momentum it has to shunt. Right. Well, it looks like uh, the wormhole shot them out deep enough in, in the gravity well of this planet that the heavier shuttlecraft shuttlecraft was unable to compensate. Probes are a lot smaller, a lot lighter. Okay. You see Yezabeth get a familiar look in her eyes, uh, the kind that Jorad used to look. Maybe, perhaps, a meeting would be in order to figure out next steps, Captain? I appreciate the suggestion I was just about to call. All department heads and senior staff, please report to the conference. Uh, what is it called? It's not the red Conf- room. It's the conference it room. Co- if it's the kind, co- please report to the conference room. Okay. Um, before we do that, let's and, go. I mean, he probably he wouldn't call all departments because we don't need like yeah. science and we don't even run there or anything. But yeah, just just group senior staff. Yeah, senior officers. Right. Um, while the senior staff is gathering, we will go ahead and go back to the. Um, go ahead and go back to the. Shuttle real quick. Right. Okay. Is Kendall still unconscious? Uh, it's up to you guys. Uh, by the rules of the scene, she would be conscious again, but she might be mm-hmm. tied up or, you know, 
yeah I, how much I do say, i bind her <laughs> yeah well i would say it's uh do 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 you and o'connor want to have this a, a talk about what just happened before kendall wakes up or do you want to yeah so I'll, I'll i'll leave that up to o'connor if she's going to say anything but yeah i drag kendall back into the ship uh we're we're not in a runabout we're in a class nine it's a class um, nine shuttle yep uh they don't have like separate compartments do they they're just a not. small yeah okay um yeah so i i think i take out uh you know one of those one of those zip ties and go and uh i'm gonna bind kendall's feet i'm not worried about hands i'm gonna bind her feet so she can't run off okay Find her to one of the chairs. Yeah, yeah. All right, you come too. They're working on the shuttle, uh, and uh, Kendall comes too. Guys, before, uh, well, we'll go ahead and make that roll for the repair real quick, and then we'll have her come too. Um, well, O'Connor is not looking at Jisa and buried in her work. She will say. Seemingly to no one, with all due respect, that might have been a little excessive. A what? A little excessive. I'd agree. That's why I shot her. Um, uh, another daring engineering where we're still working on this. Yep. Okay. Um, there's probably more important things to save this for later, but considering I just shot a fellow officer and we really need this to work, uh, I think I am going to call upon my value. Someone has to make the tough calls. If others won't, I will. Uh, so where she is, she's doing everything she needs to, to get this shuttle off the ground. She's already cannibalized system. She's already shot Kendall. Uh, she's, she's going to use whatever components, whatever weird, crazy maquis nonsense bypasses that she can recall uh anything she can think of to get this to work and i'm gonna use a determination to buy those two points what happened there disregard that sorry that's fascinating no all right go ahead and make the roll okay Well, I'm glad I bought those two points. <laughs> right. Uh, so the difficulty was two. Uh, you got two because you spent your determination. Yep. Uh, uh, O'Connor was of no assistance. And, you know, nope. there's literally no reason why you can think this would work. But you managed to to uh, route two of the phasers. Yeah, I, I think I think actually after all of this, we st- we try to start it up again. We get that. And I just look over at O'Connor and just slam my fist down on the L cars. And <laughs> yep. Um, but you've got basically you're basically now powering the ship, uh, at least in some respects, through two phaser bands through, through the two two of the hand phasers. Um, 
but you've got uh, at the very least planetary level energy for a limited time. Because of maintenance does wonders. All right. Uh, which the power out of here, the, the slamming her hand down on the uh, on the council and the, the engines thrumming to life is what wakes up Kendall. Uh, so Kendall stirs awake and uh, takes her a minute to figure out what happened. Uh, she goes, did we get a nap? You decided to take a nap. A lot more productive that way. We got the ship working. We're heading out. I think Kendall's just going to take on. She's just going to look down and look morose. Uh, knowing that she got shot by a fellow officer uh, <laughs> is not exactly uh, putting in her in good mood. Um, give me a quick insight and engineering role, Kendall. Okay. Difficulty is one. To just to see how insane this setup is. Yeah, just to see if she recognizes the sounds of the engines being as bad as they are. It's not really a thing. <laughs> it's way more of a tong kind of thing, but... <laughs> Oh, Tong would have a conniption. <laughs> oh, that was only one day. Hold on. There you go. Two. Nice. Made this work, and I'm impressed, but don't ever do it again. All right, you got two. So you definitely get that um, it's up and running, but you can hear you can hear the variance in the in the engines. Um, clearly, this is this thing is running on the wrong kind of power, and it will only last so long before there's a high chance that it will strand you forever. Um, so you definitely know that it's a dangerous situation that, that the shuttle is in long-term. So, um, okay, when she realizes that, she'll say something. She'll, she'll say, wait, that noise. I've heard that noise. Oh, oh Jissa, you've got to shut up the engine. If that, if, if that, if that power variance cascades, uh, it could destroy the shuttle. Yeah, I know. We push it past 60% throttle. It's going to blow up, but at least we're moving. She's going to struggle against her, her, her bonds, and she'll turn to O'Connor. She's, O'Connor, she's going to kill us all. Jesus is going to start taking off unless somebody... Possibly. Sorry, what, what, what did you say? Just one way or another, possibly. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, you, you begin taking off. Um, the variance is definitely there. Uh, it's stable enough for the moment that you're definitely, you're in flight. It's moving at, um, I mean, you're not moving at impulse speeds, but you're moving at pretty fast speeds. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, it is moving and you guys are heading towards the nearest city or what was left of a city. Um, we'll come back to that in one second because I want to end on that. So let's go back to the briefing room. You've got senior staff, including Foxwell is there just in case, because he is technically senior staff. He's currently the head of science. So I just, I just have to turn off Gisa and back into the much more level-headed Ambrose. (laughs) The sometimes more level-headed Ambrose. (laughs) Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. I think Delphine is going to be there as well. Uh, she, she's head of the medical department, technically. No, she's not. Well, 
She's at least the head of the head of nursing staff. Anyway, she would argue that as she would argue that there, as there might be a medical situation, it's best if she attends. And certainly not because her girlfriend is on this whole issue. There's nothing to do with that. There could be an argument made. Okay. So we should play this out because depending on how she broaches that is going to depend on Sabi's response. Gotcha. So let's have, let's have that ahead of time. Yeah, I, I think I think we all walk into the room and most of the senior staff, as usual, is on the bridge. So she's going to come in as we're just getting started. So Ambrose would stand up and get ready to speak. And then. Yeah. And then Daphine Don't shows up. Me. Don't mind me. She'll move to an empty seat. Sit down. This is a senior staff meeting. Well, can we help uh, you with something? Whatever your rank is, lieutenant. <laughs> lieutenant. Well, as I am currently the head of sick bay, uh, I thought it good that I attend this meeting, uh, so that way I'm aware of any medical situations that may arise. I don't recall you being promoted to head of sick bay. You could have fooled me with as as you could have fooled me with as. Mo- as much time I spend there alone. Lieutenant, I think it is best you return to your post. This is a conversation we can have later. There are other matters to attend to. Very well. Enjoy. Stand and walk up. Okay. There, there's going to be a very clear, not glare, but very intense look between Ambrose and and Dasavi. And I mean, Dasavi is telepathic, so she she will definitely pick up. What would it? I don't I don't know if there is a there's a clear thought that's formed, but but definitely something along the line of that that was bordering on insubordination. Get your people. Get get a grip on your people. If noted were an emotion, <laughs> yeah, that would be the response. Yeah, she is definitely in agreement. Okay, we have a lot more information now. We know at least temporarily in some state how to open up this wormhole, and we have a means of communication. But that communication isn't going anywhere. I need suggestions. What are we thinking? Elizabeth will be biting her uh, nails and uh, she stares out the window, uh, clearly thinking. Um, And she'll say, what if we, energy seems to cause the rift to open. Perhaps that's, perhaps that's the energy that, cause the damage to the shuttle on the inside. If we can compensate for that while we get the, the principal effect of the energy and but we keep it but we but we limit it so that way it doesn't affect the ship, we might be able to get the Europa through with no damage. Of course I don't know about taking the entire out. Europa where well the same principle would apply for a shuttle or right and there's no Without knowing that the same 
energy will open it on the other side or that even can be opened on the other side. Exactly. Now we may be able to hold the wormhole open if we can sustain that energy. If you time it correctly, we can send them a message. If anyone's still alive, that is. Uh, If we can send them a message. Or if communications are still working. We can tell them that the the shuttle will be open or the the portal will be open at its the wormhole will be open at a specific time and we can open it for them and then hopefully they can come on through. That could work. Could we send, in case their communications aren't working, did we get enough telemetry to pick to pinpoint where that shuttle may have went down? Could we send a, a physical buoy through? Could we launch uh, a message and simply crash it into the planet? And shielded enough. Can we use one of the, the momentums on an obtain information to answer that question? Oh, uh, yeah, I'd tell you guys, you don't even need to spend a momentum for that. You get something you can do. Perfect. Yeah. Yes, we know where they are. Uh, if we if we can transmit it powerful enough, even if we can if we can if we can send the message through a powerful enough frequency, we should be able to pick it up on their personal communicators even if their main communications is out. We should set up both. All right. Uh, They may or may not be able to communicate an affirmation to that, so let's work on the assumption that they hear this message and will be in some state to utilize that information. Do we send another team through to assist with repairs? We could modify one of the shuttles, one of the shield systems to more efficiently counteract that energy cascade, but it would still be risky. That would be Welcome. a volunteer basis mission only, a rescue mission. I volunteer. Noted. I would recommend before we send anyone else through, we try opening the wormhole again, see if we can get that probe back, find out if it does work both ways. Uh, would, Would the probe be capable of coming back and then going back again because we're kind of going to need that probe there. Um, yeah, it can't activate the thing on its own. It doesn't have any weapons on it. But yeah, if you opened it on this side, theoretically, you could bring it back and send it back. It might sustain damage, but you can also just make another probe. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, I said the wrong words. I said the right thing, but the wrong words. Um, what I meant to say was not see if it can go both ways but to see if it can survive what, if it can survive and what what damage mm. and or time um uh, see if it comes back and uh, through see if it is affected by any time dilations yeah. thank you yes that was my next main concern we've managed to isolate this fairly uh, fairly recent to the localized Event. The longer we wait, the more possibility is when we open this wormhole that it will go someplace else. So we need to do this quickly. 
let's uh, let's fabricate another one of those probes. Perhaps add a bit more mass to it to get it more similar to the shuttlecraft. We want to see how a shuttlecraft would manage the return trip. We can send that through, bring it back at the same time, send out that communication. See how long we can maintain the opening of the wormhole, maybe get a, a response back, and then we can go from there. But the longer we wait on this, the more, the more chance the wormhole will drift. Yes, uh, before we get walked into the door and then, oh, uh, am I dismissed? I, I want to go get that, get started. Dismissed, Ensign. And she walks up the door. All right, everybody take the same initiative. Get out of here, get to work. Uh, Dasabi, have a conversation with your eager head of nursing staff and to make sure the med bay is prepped to receive injuries. We don't know what state we'll find our people in. Yes, sir. If we find them. Thank you, pessimistic floating voice. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. Uh, Let's wrap it up with going back to the planet. Um, You guys land on the uh, near the city, Uh, just on the outskirts, maybe a two or three minute walk is all. Um, The city looks to be. uh, It's definitely a lot of metallic structure. Um, What's left of. The, the the majority of the sky rises and stuff like that are in critical disrepair. Um, it would be unsafe to try to climb up in one of those. But uh, a lot of that structure on the ground is um, is still there's still a lot there. There's still a lot of material there. Um, there's a, a distinctive like um, uh, industrialized. Uh, almost modernist industrialized uh, motif to the, to the structures that are there. It's a very like gridded system. Um, When you scanned the, the, the city itself, it was very, very efficiently laid out. It was very structured. It was very, uh, everything was done in, in, in blocks um, and on a grid uh, and everything seemed to be um, situated. You can't really make out a lot of the buildings anymore, but situated in a way that it was very efficient uh usage of the space um the buildings there are largely structured with a lot of the mechanical um uh mechanical nuances i guess the mechanical uh infrastructure is on the outside of what you're seeing of the buildings so they may have been in, on an interior at some point but you, it's a lot of the exterior of the of the framing now um without giving anything away just yet, there's definitely for GISA um, some level of vague familiarity to what's going on, like to, to what you're seeing. You can't really place it. Not sure where it's coming from. She, um, uh, can I, can I roll with a hunch? Sure. Uh, this is definitely something GISA would have studied. Uh, she probably wouldn't have been directly involved in it. Um, but study of the, the Borg 
and initial encounters with the Borg are probably, if not required teaching at the academy and for uh, security officers, you know, normal, normal continued training in the field. Mm -hmm. uh, Definitely something that would have been of interest to her. And early Borg sightings included carving up whole cities. Correct. Can I can I see any evidence of. Org activity, assimilation, cannibalizing, technology, yes. dis- specifically. It, dist- yeah, it certainly looks like that is like this, like this, this area has been largely cannibalized. Um, it is in a lot of ways similar to the Borg, but there's a little bit of I mean, it doesn't it doesn't exactly match, but it's pretty, pretty close. Like it's. Definitively in the same vein. Would our sensors have picked up Borg? If there were any they, on the planet, yes, they would have. Okay. Okay. That would still show up. Okay. Yep. Uh, pretty much as soon as they land, however, she is going to go and unhook the overloaded uh, sure. phasers. Sure. <laughs> One, because we don't want to leave them plugged in. And two, she wants her phaser. Right. Um, yeah. They're, they're slightly more depleted. You, you, you know, you're getting to the point where you'll, yeah. you'll have limited shots with them, but um. They're not fully empty yet. Okay. Uh, yeah, she's going to take one. Uh, she's going to oh. look at the other one, look back and forth between uh, O'Connor and Kendall, and turn to Kendall. I give you this. Are you going to shoot me? Look, I'm, I was trying to make you here in the first place. Why would I shoot you now? Good enough for me. O'Connor will nice. trade her full phaser out for... Jesus depleted one. Oh, I thought we only had two phasers. Oh, I thought each had a phaser. I, I said you had three originally. So. Oh, okay. No, you, okay. You, you used two to power and you have one that's still good. Okay. Okay. So I guess depending yeah, on gladly which one take you... that trade. Yeah. Okay. Kendall, Kendall gives Jesus a, a, a look like a d- Dirty looks not the right term, but like uh, a, 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 a resentful look. Mm-hmm. And she'll take the she'll take the phaser. Okay. Uh, she'll undo her ties, and uh, she'll say, "Let's get off this stupid planet." My thoughts exactly. Okay. Keep an eye out for anything glowing green. Hopefully, it doesn't shoot me, shoot us in the back. You guys head down onto the into the into the city um you're not picking up again you're not picking any life forms in fact now you're, you're not even picking up vegetation here um there is a lot of debris underfoot um you can certainly find material worth using uh with the replicators like you could you could not only could you use the material to melt to to process down the replicators but you can also get some materials that are not possible to be replicated um you could do some stuff with that um, as you're moving through the city, uh, Kendall, uh, you come across, uh, some, like a, like a, a heavy amount of dust over some sort of symbol on a wall. Um, you could knock it off and take a look if you wanted to. Uh, uh yeah, she'll take samples. Right. You knock some of the dust off the, of the symbol that you see and, uh, you see that symbol. Oh. That a symbol we should be familiar with. Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, come on, that's the Borg symbol. That's the Borg symbol. Oh, that's the Borg. I didn't know the yeah. Borg had a symbol. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. It was only used in one episode. It was the one with Lore and the Borg. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. And we'll end there. This Where's is the origin of the Borg. Now that wouldn't make any sense. They carved out planets. Um. So cities. With that, uh, in with that, uh, what moment stands out most to you this evening? Shooting Kendall. (laughs) That was a really good. Like we haven't had player character conflict like that. I've been waiting so long to play Jisa this way. (laughs) It was fun. It was a lot of fun. This Um, this is this is so Jisa, and I've been I've been really wanting a Jisa episode. Yeah, this has been great. Like this is exactly what I was talking about when I asked you for a a shuttle crash episode. Mm -hmm. This is. Perfect. Beautiful. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, Enjoyed all of it. I, I, I have no notes. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyone else have a moment that stands out most? Shooting Jesus one or shooting not shooting Jesus shooting Kendall. You got mm-hmm. one, Ev? Um. Or no? No, I don't think so. Offhand. All right. Uh, who best? Uh, go ahead. Well, I, I think this ties into the question you were about to ask: who best embodied their character? Yeah. I really liked that that very short scene with um, this kind of background uh, with Ambrose and Devasi being Dasavi, Dasavi being I don't know why I keep going Devasi, uh, uh, Dasavi being very not clearly but uh, empathetically clearly very worried about uh kendall and having having that because in my mind i don't know how much it played out for everybody else or on camera but in my mind there was there was a telepathic empathetic uh back and forth you know reassurance i was was definitely pictured internal screaming (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah um let's see maybe i'll got one for who best embodied the character i liked um i thought jesus was really yeah. squared away this episode i like that and i also i i think i think kendall got some more definition to the character mm-hmm. this this uh this session yeah to see how that goes looking I, I really liked i really liked how O'Connor, like this is gonna sound weird but i really liked how o'connor kept her head down uh like that felt very in character for o'connor and really mm-hmm. sets her apart from pretty much everybody the other right character. yeah mm-hmm. so, yeah uh I was trying to decide if we had hit her breaking point because there's going to be a breaking point where she's somewhere in here where she stands up and finds her spine. And I think we did. I think she was just so afraid of the wobbly Andorian. She's like, nope, I'm going to, I'm going to hide under this panel. Look at this interesting wiring right here. Yeah. I am hyped for the breaking point, but I also really enjoyed uh, the fact that she was so intimidated and keeping her head down. Yeah. Um, what, uh, well, that's an easy question. I don't want to ask that one. What moment best exemplified someone else's character to you? Like, for example, like Jesus shooting, uh, Jesus shooting Kendall is a good one. I don't think that's the one that exemplifies her character the best though. I think the one that exemplifies Jesus the best is rigging the phasers into the, the shuttlecraft to get it going. Mm-hmm. So, yep. I think the sheer determination of Jesus, like we are, we are doing this. Yeah. This is how we survive. Yep. 
anybody have one for any other characters? I really liked Kendall walking off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really liked Jesus shooting her in the back. Yeah, no, that would that was such a good scene. <laughs> That was yeah, no, that was perfect, and I love that we I love that we established a gray chain of command there. Yeah, like that was such a good idea we had last mm-hmm. session. So yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, no, I like I like Kendall like grasping for command and falling just short. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, anything else for that one? I, I left a lot of it. Uh, right. hard to, it would be harder for me to list the things I didn't. Get. Right, right. Uh, mm-hmm. If you could change one thing about the session, what would it be? Yeah, so I do have one. I kind of wish that shuttle crash had been a little more harrowing. Yeah, it, it, it felt a little uh, preemptory. Uh, like, a, you know, it, there was no injuries. I would have loved some 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 damage. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I don't know how to get you guys home yet. That's why I didn't destroy the shuttle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we kind of needed the shuttle. I mean, there, there, there was nothing that you set up, Jeff. But I think I handled the complications pretty well. Yeah, um, the the complication. I, so the the main complication for the shuttlecraft. So we did the complication of uh, there was no complication when you crashed it. So it was a complication when you went to use the navigation stuff. I blew out the navigation. Mm-hmm. That was a complication. Um, the other two complications that you got and, were injured and pissed off yeah. the Andorian. Which was, yeah, that was a choice. Which is probably the bigger complication, to be honest. Right, right. Uh, the um, the next one was the you guys created the um, the, 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 the network of, of the probes. Uh, the, pre- the, re- the, the, the relayed ro- probes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had a complication I had absolutely meant to do when you guys activated them. And I did one of them, which was the difficulty increasing difficulty of the um, the resolution of them, which was mm-hmm. countered by the fact that uh, Elizabeth has uh, something to counter that with. Um, the other one was supposed to happen when you guys actually activated the probe, and I was so wrapped up in what I was doing, I forgot to do it. So I will save that one. I I, I took a note to make sure that I do it next time. Yeah, you um, can still have it happen. Like have it happen while the te- while tensions are high. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, there's there's still a complication with the the programming and setup of the probes. Um, there was, I was another. I was rolling so bad today. <laughs> I know there was another complication, but I don't remember what it was for. Um, but yeah, uh, there were a lot of complications early on in this session. So yeah, I want to I want to clarify a little of what I did. I didn't necessarily like the shuttle was definitely damaged. I'm not sure, sure. that. But like I would have loved like internal damage too, like where yeah. characters in jeopardy with themselves. Yeah, I got what you were going for. Um, mm-hmm. Again, though, like I said, I didn't. When I sat hard at the session today, I did not know where it was going, so I didn't want to do too much ahead of time to, to to limit the mm-hmm. options of what I was doing. You're not wrong. You're absolutely not wrong. Uh, again, though, because I wasn't really sure what I was doing with this episode yet. Uh, this was all off the top of my head. Not all of it. I, mean, I, I knew where I was. And going. I, I will say, you improved it great. Like it's been. Very fun and loved it. Loved all of it. I'd say the only thing I would change is more descriptive text because I think that best exemplifies it. That scene would have been yeah. really exciting. 
cinematically, seeing the yes. ship fall out of the sky, seeing pieces fall out of it as it tumbles uncontrolled through the atmosphere, yeah. pulling up and out of it, seeing it scrape against the top of, well, I guess there's not trees, but plowing into the dirt underneath yes. it, getting that more descriptive text and, and turning it into a, a mini cutscene, I think would have made the, the crash a lot more exciting. Yeah, no, I don't disagree with that. And having like attack rolls made against your characters. Keep in mind, you don't necessarily have to have somebody attacking to do an attack roll. Right. But again, the, the, the damaging the players was something I wasn't really sure I needed. I, I was ready to do yet. Right. Um, gotcha. I, I, the more descriptive thing. Yeah, sure. I absolutely could have done that and should have done that. Um, I was trying to do it more as I went on, but uh, I did start the game with kind of a headache. So <laughs> hopefully mm-hmm. that uh, it wasn't me just being an idiot. It was that hopefully. Um, mm-hmm. If you could change one thing about the session, what else would what it would be? Anybody else gotten something for that one? Anything for you, Ev? No. I, I have something that I want Jesus to do, but we're not off the planet yet, so I'll save it for <laughs> next game. All right. Um, that's all I got for that. So um yeah, I don't have anything else I wanted to ask. We got What's through those questions want, pretty quickly. It's the thing you want Jesus to do. We can we can think about it over the next week. Oh, no, it, it's an, it's entirely <laughs> my own thing. It's well, it's not anything big. It's not anything major. All right. Okay. Um, so, yeah, uh, I was thinking about speculation of, of what's going on next, but uh, I don't think I want to do that yet. I like hearing players speculate. I think it's nice. Yeah, Borg planet. I, I've been waiting to encounter the Borg. I don't, I don't, with everything else going on, I don't know if we need like yet another major, you know, plot sure. centered around the Borg, but you can't have a Star Trek game without at least uh, a little mini Borg problem. So I will say yeah. that I have been running Star Trek Adventures now since pretty much the day it came out. Not quite the day, but pretty much when it came out. So that's what, five years now, I think. I have like never that. run the Borg. Yeah. Um, we kind of started to ish. Kind of. And I'm tying some of that stuff in from the other game into this one, too. But mm. um, that's something that like you might get and no one else possibly will. So it's yeah. really just for me. Which um, is going to make this all the harder because I have been ever since last episode, apparently chronotons are just so heavily drilled in my brain. I keep falling into jet, <laughs> which is my nice. engineer. So I'm like, oh, we could. Do- no, yeah. Savi wouldn't know any of these things. She wouldn't make these suggestions. Right. Um, yeah, and in all of the years I've played Star Trek since, um, since the last Unicorn Games one came out, however many years ago that was, I think we've only had one encounter with the Borg, and it was a flashback where we were actually involved in Wolf Three Five Nine. Other than that, it's just never happened. Like twenty years of playing Star Trek, I've never dealt with the Borg. Wow, same here. I've never used the Borg in my I'm. A, I've always they been afraid. I've always been afraid to use them because they're just so iconic, and it, you either get them. They're either best of both worlds Borg or before, or they're post lore Borg, which are less interesting, or they're post yeah. they're post uh, first contact Borg, which I think are just boring anyway. I think the first contact Borg were, were lame. Um, once they became vampires, I didn't, vampire zombies, I didn't like no. them anymore. So that's the thing is I've always felt that they were like everything that you could do with the Borg has been done already, and I don't feel any need to like. Mm. Oh, there's some stuff that hasn't been done with the Borg that I'm doing with the Borg. So we'll see. Okay, well, I'm uh, excited to see what you come up with. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'd, I'd be happy with just the same old, same old Borg episode because the Borg are probably 
like one of my personal scariest villains yeah in anything yeah the 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 pre voyager borg the pre i don't even voyager i don't i don't even blame voyager for it i yeah it's the pre first contact borg that scare me and that's mm-hmm. where we're at with like i don't intend to use post first contact borg because once they like i said once they had the little little tentacles that could shoot and you would make you into a borg i didn't think they were scary anymore they were it was a zombie movie at that point um and i don't find zombies that scary so I would love it if somebody got assimilated and then not unassimilated. Well, I Stays had that as a plan. Partially we, assimilated. I had that as a plan when we still yeah, had the, the, um, just partially assimilated Jisa, the Tellerite. We had the Tellerite that was Nick's character who was good. Mm-hmm. Was he originally had decided he wanted to make him an, a, 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 a post assimilation, like a, a reclaimed Borg. Like that was the thing he wanted to do with the character. I'm like, we decided we didn't want to do that. Because Ambrose has an, you know, has a has a thing against that, yeah. <laughs> which is legit. So I actually came up with the idea, like as soon as he said that, like I will assimilate him on screen, and then yeah. you guys can get him back, and then Ambrose can deal with it. Yeah, um, but that I, I think that's exactly what we settled on because it would have been a lot more interesting, yeah, to play that out as it was going. But yeah. if Ambrose had a say on it, on any bit of say going and like starting out that way, no, no Borg on the ship, not right, no, right. <laughs> So I think that would have been an interesting thing to do. And I don't know if I'm going to do that still, but, uh, or who's going to get it if anybody, but, uh, that was an original plan for a storyline was that character was going to get assimilated and, and, uh, recovered, hopefully recovered. I will so. just put this out here. I don't mind if my characters die. Yeah. I'm just going to put that out there. Like, uh, if somebody gets assimilated and it now. I'm hesitant to kill one of your characters anytime soon because you died once already. <laughs> that, that's fair. That's fair. So I'm not saying nobody's going to die. I just don't necessarily think it'll be. Ne- I, I'm trying to shy away from it being a tropey that you're the character that always dies. Right. Sure. Sure. No, uh, I get it. So although you're going to have to stop wearing your blue vest and find a red one. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. I've got. A lot more that I want to do this season and next season uh, will tie. Like I said, they're going to tie together. There's a lot going to happen um, for anyone listening. We're going to be doing next week because um, we're back to a, a weekly schedule, sort of. So next week we're going to play uh, and then we're going to have some time off. Um, we're going to take some time off because Brian's got a game that he joined on. I think is that going to be a streamed game, Brian? It's abandoning us. Oh, it's not going to be streamed. That's too bad. I was if it's streamed, I was going to promote the stream for it. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Um, in the meantime, though, like he's going to get a chance to, to play with a group that is, uh, is, is new and exciting for him. So not us old, boring people anymore. Uh, and then when we get back to it, uh, there may be a session. I'm going to try to work up a session to do in there, uh, a one-time session that'll be interesting with just, uh, uh, it'll really just be Ambrose DeSavi and some NPCs. Like it won't even be the secondary characters. It'll probably much just be those two. Um, mm-hmm. But we'll see if I can. I, I'm still working on the, the structure of it. And I don't know if I can do it yet. Um, we'll have to see how the next episode goes and where we get to it, because I think I can throw in a hook at the end of this ep- end of next episode that'll tie it in um, if I can get there. Uh, other than that, though, we'll be taking a few weeks off for that. You'll still be getting episodes coming out because I'm behind. I was behind on getting them up. So if you're listening to them. uh listening to them after they're live you'll still be getting the episodes but if you're uh listening to them live or watching them live uh you will you'll have to get a couple weeks off so Um, if you're hearing this message this doesn't apply to you (laughs) yeah if you're hearing this message it doesn't apply to you there might be a small small gap in there there might be an episode coming up it's gonna be weird for you but uh yeah um that whole glass in the chroma yeah was weird for me yeah 
<laughs> oh yeah, that's weird. Um, other than that, I don't have anything else for this episode. Do you guys have anything else you wanted to say in this episode or about the show episode? Whatever. I've had so much fun playing Jisa. I've been wanting this Jisa episode for so long. Yeah, it was great. I know we. I know we really don't showcase her much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know we talked a bit about doing that shuttle, the shuttle episode, and I've been wanting to do one since season one, but I just couldn't figure out where to put it. Um, And this was a good time to do it. So. Despite you saying you didn't know where this, this episode was going. I think this was a fantastic episode. I tend to run stuff better when I, when I just wing it. (laughs) Yeah. Why prepare? Why prepare? prepare? (laughs) Um, Like I know where Ah. the story is going. I know what you guys are exploring. I know how everything connects together. I just don't Mm -hmm. know how to get from one point to the next. Yeah. You You don't need to. You just, you, you know, the end point, yeah. and you let the players figure out how to get there. Sure. That's except, not, except I, if you zoom out, I know the, I know the end point for the season, not necessarily the episode. I need to know where the episode is going at least. Yeah. The, the bigger the scope gets, the harder that is to right, exactly. narrow down on the fly. Yeah, that's um, but I knew, I knew some things I wanted to do here. And I was talking to my wife before we started this episode and I'm like, all right, I think this is what I'm going to do. I think I'm going to tie this in. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this and this. Um, and again, I don't want to say too much because uh, I want it yeah. to tie in you'll figure out more probably next episode if not the episode after that sure sure um uh yeah but i i think it's been fun and i'm looking forward to doing more um man i hope that i i just my biggest hope for this campaign this season is that the story in my head it comes out half as good on the screen <laughs> so yeah. um always the hope I'm, always the hope i'm looking forward to it um, all right. I don't have anything else. Uh, if you want to watch more Star Trek Europa, all of the episodes are available online uh, at uh, YouTube slash Studio Tembo. You can also find other shows that we do. Uh, there's new episodes of Against Boredom coming out, I think, Thursday, uh, possibly Friday. I have to figure out what day it's actually coming out. Uh, we've got obviously we've got the Star Trek, uh, the STA Engage slash uh, Continuing Conversations show that's going out. Good show. It's getting pretty popular. Uh, I know that the la- most recent episode was LARPing, um, another good episode coming up for that with, I think like, I think they have like five guests in the next episode. So that's, um, going to be a good one. I think, um, I don't have anything else for my shows. You can find Jack at the people's Ascension, pretty much all the places, right? Yeah. Uh, YouTube, Twitch, the people's Ascension. We got some fun things coming up. So, you- uh, check out the schedule. We have a discord that is free for everyone. So come hang out. We got a lot of, a lot of awesome creators on there. So if you're looking for a new game, uh, somebody will have either made it or is in the process of making it. So if, if you want a new game or just to keep an on what we got going on, uh, head over to my stuff. All the links are there. You can also find Evelyn's uh, other game, the uh, St. Pete's by night run by our friend Kent. Uh, that's a discord server that you can find. I think I have a link to it in my link tree. If not, it's cause I turned it off and I'll turn it back on when I remember to turn it back on. Uh, but you'll be able to find the link there. You can also find the STA engage, or the, I'm sorry, the uh, Star Trek Com- Starfleet command uh discord server which is all things star trek adventures you can also find the studio tembo discord server on there which is specifically for anything studio tembo related um i don't do a lot in there yet but i'm working on it uh other than that i don't think it has anything do you have anything else you wanted to say about saint Pete by night um i was going to say i have it my link tree on my on my tiktok but apparently i don't but if you go to saint Pete by night on tiktok it is in his link tree gotcha i'll have to fix mine yeah, I it's it was in my link tree, but I think I cleaned my link tree up and I forgot to turn that one or I didn't turn Adventure Inc. back on either. I didn't turn Adventure Inc. back on. Oh, I should do that. Um, so yeah, that's it for me. I will see everybody next 
week. I got a new credit roll. This is a good one. I, I changed it all up and did the music again. So, so long and thanks for all the fish.